0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: It's Eurobash 38 and we're back. It's me and Noel McGrath giving you the latest from European MMA. And Noel McGrath is as happy as ever over there. Noel, how are you, babes?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right for him. Look at him, he's buzzing, he's buzzing. I think he should be buzzing. Because he's in the company of the 100th most influential journalist <laughs> in Ireland. Right, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Did you like, did you like the message I sent you? Uh, was it something to do with being an arsehole or something? Or?
3: What do you thought? Well, Were you nice? not awesome,
1: you fucking rude prick. I'm oh, sorry, he's just inundated with, you know, congratulations. Yeah. I had my assistant handle most of them, to be honest with you.
3: Do you want to talk in the microphone properly? Most mm-hmm. influential journalist in the world.
1: This is a new thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to change the game now. Everybody's gonna be recording podcasts with the microphone across the room from now on. Uh no. Well, I was in Stockholm and I fell in love with a fast food restaurant called Max Burger. I yeah, had you their, told tell me you
3: born every day, did you? I had, yeah.
1: It was it was uh it was very bad to be uh to be honest with you. I had it every single night. It was nice. It was beautiful, but I mean burgers? But so many burgers. What kind of burgers? Well, you see, I was getting, like, the, bi- say, their version of the Big Mac, trying to explore that, but only on the last... No, McDonald's is shit. They do, but it's um, it's not as good as uh, Macs, and I was actually told by the MMA nit lads, I was doing it all wrong, you're not meant to get the Big Macs in there, you're meant to get the small cheeseburger, so <laughs> I got a rake of them on the last night and destroyed myself. Lovely. But, yeah, yeah, it was uh, very good, great to see Phil O'Connor, great to see all the travelling media, the MMA crazies, the... I mean, yet guys, the full reptile gang, loved every second no, of no, it. No, no, I'm a grand Sweden, I'm it sure It was tough, it was tough, you know, I needed someone to hold at the end of the night and there was no one there. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, unfortunately, had to go back to his family at some stage, you know. <laughs> what was your hotel like, nice? Oh, it was lovely, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it was really nice and it was in a cool spot as well, but um, yeah, lots happened, as we know, so we may as well take a look at the... Retirements! Yeah, the night of retirements, let's look at these news headlines. Alexander Gustafsson, Jimmy Manoa, and Nick Hine all retire following their fights at Stockholm. Alexander Gustafsson lost to Anthony Smith via third, fourth round submission, excuse me. Jimmy Jimmy Manoa was on the end of a vicious knockout from Alexander Rakic in the first round of their Lloyd Heavyweight meeting, which is also the co-main event. And Nick Hine retired after, I believe it was a second round TKO by Frank Camacho. So yeah. yeah, I mean that's a lot going on, and and when I was thinking about this today, Noel, Gustafsson, Manoa, and Hein have all done so much respectively for their scenes. But Gustafsson's a legend of the European scene, as we know. Yeah, Nick in Germany. Yeah, Nick. Nick was the guy who was often rolled out uh, to talk to the media because mm. he's such a such so a. So many times. Yeah, a fantastic. Um, you know, a representative for MMA, as in he, he kind of breaks all the stereotypes. He's a, an actor over there, everything like that. Former the,
3: police officer. Yeah,
1: and so it's it's amazing to see him go. And then, of course, Jimmy Mano is headlined two UFC London cards, which is a nod to his um, popularity
3: over there. But, um, but, but uh, like yeah, I totally agree with everything you said there, but not one of them surprises me at all. No, and I think it's it's, you know...
1: I I would say that we will probably see the last we've probably seen the last of those three guys and and that's probably the way it needs to be. You know what I mean? So many yeah. times these MMA retirements. Me and Phil O'Connor talked about this in the Post Voice show. Phil doesn't think, uh, and he'd know Alex a lot better than we would. He doesn't seem to think that Gustafsson's the type of man to mince words and, and retire if he absolutely doesn't mean he's going to do that.
3: Yeah, listen, uh, I'd agree with you to, to um, a certain extent as well. And, and listen, we even touched on it last week. We sort of. You know, I mentioned anyway, and I think you agree with me that, you know, if, you know, if they did lose these fights, you know, where were they going to go? And that's where I'm not surprised. I and mean, Alex galenic has sort of been playing with it for the last two, three years. We've talked about it as long, I'm mm. sure, as two years ago that we, you know, will Alex come back? You know, will he come back? Uh, he wants to get the title. He's always said it. And I think that was just the final nail in the coffin for Alex, especially after having the title shot last time. Is the motivation gone?
1: And it's crazy, because I felt as though, and we'll talk about this more later, I felt as though he was just coming back into the contest around round three. I yeah. thought he won that yeah. round, and then it was just that mistake. He tried to throw uh, Anthony, and Anthony, of course, bulldozed him to the ground and got that rear naked choke. Jimmy Mano was, you know, that was a that's as bad as, yeah. as knockouts get, really. I um, yeah. oh, wasn't outside for that. I only got out for the main event, but, you know, it's one of those where... I see guys working in this industry for many, many years and when they're coming up to you afterwards and they're very concerned about someone and, you know, they're talking about him being down, maybe eyes closed for three minutes, that's, um, you know, it's tough to see that from Jimmy, uh, a guy who has given us so much in the the octagon, a guy who has always brought a fan-friendly style and always went to war, basically, for us. Um, Hard to see that happening, you know? Yeah, the last
3: four fights um in them knockouts yeah. yeah and i think you know was the Jan blackovich was that the decision decision yeah really and that, good was, fight. that Excellent was a fight.
1: crazy fight like in, in terms of like the the amount of damage yeah. that both guys talking that C- compared fight.
3: to the first fight um, yeah. between the two it was a lot better and i think you know and we often say this and i think it's it's it sort of makes you realize that your career could take a different trajectory on one single night and i mm. you know i look back as far as the volkan ozdemir fight when he got viciously knocked out in that fight as well. Um, it's been a tough one for Jimmy. I think he alluded to the concussions. And you know, yeah, when, and when, when you, you, you start talking kind of about stuff. that man, exactly. just 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 get out of here, you know. Um and I am pleased. I think, you know, for Jimmy, he, he obviously only came into the UFC late. He turned down a couple of contract offers. And I think maybe if you'd have taken him to sport a little bit sooner, um, obviously uh, twenty-six, I believe he was yeah. when he took up the sport. Maybe those few extra years we might have seen a different Jimmy Mano and I just felt over the last three, four fights this was inevitable and and it's come and listen, Jimmy's a lovely guy, I know you, you get on with him well as well, uh, pleasure to watch him fight but yeah, once you start talking about concussions, yeah, it's time to just step away and, and, and look after your brain because I know Jimmy is a family as well, Absolutely. things like that, it's very worrying uh, I'm sure for them watching that. Absolutely, and uh, just a big thank you to those three guys. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Nick fantastic well, yeah. ambassadors for
1: uh, European MMA. Um, although it was at Jimmy Manor's expense, uh, as predicted, Alexander Rakic announced himself in the division in thunderous fashion. And look, we don't really want to get into it, given um, Jimmy's situation, having just retired, but I think that's exactly what he wanted to do. Uh, talking to him beforehand, he said... I want to be the guy people are talking about on Sunday morning, and maybe if Gustafsson mm. hadn't retired, he might have got more headlines. But look, this guy is—it um, feels like we have a new European yeah. contender in the mix, which is always very
3: promising. European, remember that? Yeah. No, ours. listen, it was—it was absolutely stunning. And um, we talked about it last week. We we did expect the finish, and we did expect the statement. We got it, incredible fashion new contender, and I, along the lines maybe of Santos this summer, when we see him fight John Jones, I think he's one of these guys that can legitimately give John Jones problems, and anyone with that one-punch knockout power is... Or kick power in this or case. Or kick power in that case, is someone that's going to give John Jones a little bit of you know, um, a and problem he's also, when he's going in. He's so. also
1: in that kind of developmental stage of his career where he's learning so much. He's like a sponge. You can see nearly every fight. Now we didn't get to, lot of, to see a lot of them there. But, I mean, even since his UFC debut, the four fights he's had, he's completely evolved as a fighter. Mm. Against Justin Ledette, we saw such a, a wrestling-heavy performance. A bit uh, For a guy who was just known as this striker coming in, mm. I was blown away by it, to be honest.
3: Um, Say so one thing there on, on that, you know, with the UFC in terms of, you know... Giving guys a little bit of a kick. I think they really need to start getting behind Alexander now yeah. after that performance. And as well, you know, someone who's obviously out injured I know he's not out for long in terms of um, Johnny Walker. Like, they should be doing more work with him. He's a remarkable yeah. guy. And it's frustrating, again, to see this happen. It's the week
1: by week situation where you're just jumping from card yeah, to card. It's, it's, mental, it's very hard to push a guy. I mean, even for us, us guys, the media, like, we. We're basically on to the next week as soon as the fight happens. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. Now, some even bigger news came true just uh, before I left to come down here and record in the beautiful South Side. It was Khabib <laughs> Nurmagomedov and Dustin Poirier is happening on September 7th. Now, this is quite <laughs> a big announcement, considering that we were still, until it's announced, it's not happening in terms of...
3: And yesterday we saw a report as well. <coughs> Abdul Manap, his father, came in and said, you know, nothing was signed off. Um, you know, Connor is still in the running. He said Tony Ferguson was still in the running. It is Poirier, but listen, I'm sure those two other guys will be staying fit in case something happens. Because I'm sure Poirier is going to be sweating all the way to Abu Dhabi. Exactly, basically. that's <laughs> what I mean. You, you know, we saw him poor out of that Nate Diaz fight um, a, a number of months ago as mm-hmm. well. So listen, it's not, I wouldn't rule out anything in that lightweight division. It's such a mental division for also, all, uh, everything Le- happening.
1: Leon Edwards looking for the co-main event slot in that card against him. Rafael Anjos. So let's him. have it. As you said, enough is enough. And um, speaking mm. to Leon over the weekend, it's kind of funny. Like He's nearly taken it like a joke that has been going on so long at this stage. But uh, unbelievable. Yeah, so it's crazy stuff. Jermaine uh, Durandamy versus Aspen Ladd will main event the Sacramento card on July 13th. That
3: is a fight. Where That th- is a fight. That is a fight. That's a really good fight. And that's a fight where they're going, you win this. You're probably you're getting a to title the shot. You're off to the races, mm-hmm. lady. And I think um, Aspen Ladd is going to win that fight. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of Aspen Ladd following her, her career all the way up. and. She's just getting better and better every fight. And Jermaine Rondami, obviously, you know, the first ever UFC um, featherweight champion. champion. Yeah, Yeah. so um, it's going to be a real tough test. If she she wins that, she's boom.
1: I'm actually, I'm really interested in that in terms of like, Aspen Ladd facing a person with one punch stopping power. And there's no doubt about it. Jermaine has it. Like, yeah. It's a very interesting test really good for, an, scrap. for an unblemished record like that for me. um, Also announcing that card, uh, really excited about this one. It's Europe's own. Mirsad Bekic versus Josh Emmett. That's a really good
3: fight quality fight I love that I saw that on uh, Instagram that's perfect matchmaking it is really good matchmaking I think you know we, I often criticise the matchmaking and we look at this weekend's card we we'll, never never we'll, you come on <laughs> we'll talk about it in, in a few minutes time but this weekend's card I think there's you know really really strong matchmaking Absolutely. top to bottom Um, in terms of why the division should pan out and I think this is a fight as well Bechtic has been slow there's been a lot of injuries there a lot of things have happened um, you know, obviously he's Serbian, a hundred percent. We're claiming, we're claiming. Him. I know he lives in the states, but he is Serbian. Bosnian, Bosnian sorry. Um, oh, that's a big insult. Yeah, that's uh, like calling you uh, English. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> um, it is actually, but yeah, I love this fight. I think the winner of this really could be knocking on the door for a title shot, same as well. Are you it's, ready? It's brilliant. Are you ready for a
1: fight that you won't like? Yeah, go on. Andre Arlovsky v Ben Rothwell oh, has Jesus, been the rematch for San Antonio on July twentieth. Look at Noel; he's delighted with this. He's so happy to see Andre back in there. Can he turn around
3: this 3 fights kid? Listen, he shouldn't be in there. We, we talk about retirements. This guy, and I don't like saying it, this has been he very little progression. He's regressed, if anything, over the last five years. Um, I think, you know, we looked at the Alistair Overeem fighting Rotterdam. We were at it, we covered it. Listen, it,
1: we thought that was the natural conclusion. Yeah, there.
3: and it's, it's, it's just been too long. He just seemed to kind of let go. and I don't like that fight for uh, for Yeah
1: we have another European date that was cemented during the Stockholm broadcast that is UFC Copenhagen the first Copenhagen. trip to Denmark on September 28th Jack Hermansen wants the main event slot against Calvin Gaslam there oh, I think that's perfect yeah will Calvin want to come to Europe that's, that's the question the problem is is it big enough for Calvin I don't know. Like, I mean, I think it, like even being in Scandinavia over the weekend, it's just huge there, man. It's like, I mean, oh, yeah. like that was a terrible yeah. time to do that event, Champions League. It was a bank holiday in Sweden. The marathon was on in Sweden the same day as the bleeding event. And, I mean, I think 18,000 people came out to see that. So, I mean, if, if they can do that well on a bad week, let's see what they can do on a good week in Copenhagen the first time ever. And I love going to events when it's the first time ever. It, yeah, it there's always great. a buzz. There's always a great crack around town, and you get yeah. an impression of the fans for the first time as well. Even though we've met these fans many times in Nicholas Dalby fights yeah, and stuff yeah, like this, course. and they've always been great. To be fair,
3: yeah. No, listen, Copenhagen's um, a lovely place, lovely Expensive city. Points again. Um, yeah, I heard that. Um, Carlsberg, home of, uh, but um, <coughs> yeah, I'm just not sure. I, I don't think Gaslam's going to be up for that for some reason. I wonder if you know Nicholas Dalby might be around. Well, look, Nicholas Dalby is going to be fighting on the night of the champions, champions event against yeah. Ross Houston. What's the de- turn around the dates? It's June. It's it's three months. Yeah. Well, so that's yeah. if he gets a big win, you would imagine. Well, actually, no. Logic doesn't really work a lot of time in the Sorry UFC. Back could he be? On back, yeah. Uh, <laughs> why not get the, get on back and <laughs> Dalby? You're never going to let me say oh, that no, name. No, never ever. <laughs> Listen, yeah, UFC don't do logic a lot of the time, as we know, but you would think these guys are, you know... Would make sense. Would make sense because yeah. they're such big names in European mixed martial arts and, and especially, obviously, very European... Uh, sorry, Danish market, should I say.
1: Finally, uh, on the UFC front, Timu Paklan welcomes Ottoman Azatar to the UFC at UFC 242. Azatar is a brave veteran. Um, so that's another one for the Khabib card there. Um, now on to Bellator. Uh, Peter Queedy is out of his Bellator London clash with Terry Brazer and he's being replaced by Tim Wilde, who we saw lost by Gogo Plata to... Um, Give me the name. Give me the name. Give me the name. (laughs) Give me the name. Tim Wilde. Tim Wilde. He lost to Gogo Plata by the guy who beat Michael Chandler and then. Primus. Yeah, Brent Primus. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry. Optimus Prime
2: Optimus Prime Prime. (laughs) That's what always
1: reminds you of Uh, Also on that card Walter Gahadza Will welcome Oliver Enkamp Who we know Was signed to the UFC As a hot prospect Coming out of Sweden Didn't really go his way He's been signed by Bellator That's a good fight for me actually really looking forward To seeing that one
3: Yeah there is some good scraps Being announced from Bellator At the
1: moment Here's another one Charlie Ward V Justin Moore Will also be on that card Um, And how about this little doozy I got this morning Leslie Smith Will face Sinead Kavanagh Ireland's own. I only
3: saw that literally five minutes before yeah. you came in.
1: At Bellator 224 in Thackerville, Oklahoma, I believe. I I don't like that for Schneid. It's a huge chance to step up. It is. But it is also a massive risk. I mean, Leslie is a stalwart look like, I mean she is, she's a tough as they G. call her sister man yeah and and I mean she's got a very underrated ground game yeah, as well uh, and uh, boxing ability to, well I don't think look Sinead's a, a yeah, national yeah, champion yeah. over yeah. here I don't think she's going to be able to weigh in there but yeah. her ground Les-
3: game is awesome man and really Le-
1: Leslie's, is. Leslie's very underrated striking though as far as, like, as far as I can remember a lot of people remember just her like you know her face her, her durability mm. but she hangs in there man she does and, but I think if you're looking at strengths and She's strength been in there with the best, man. Yes, She's absolutely. been in there with the
3: best. And it's, it, as you said there, it is a big risk for Sinead. But if she can get over that, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the risk uh, weighs... What is it again? The reward. The, the, the reward, sorry. Jesus Christ. Um, That's a few days of feck all sleep. But yeah, I just think Leslie Smith in this occasion... It could be a little bit too much too yeah. s- too soon, Absolutely. you know what you Absolutely, you know, couple of losses hasn't really got any real momentum in Bellator, and I think that's been a problem. And you know, maybe this is a way to turn all around. And, and 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 you know, with a win over Leslie Smith, that is a scalp and a half. But She's two and three, it's, it's going to be interesting to build up to that as well. Yeah, if they if they go back to the old SBG, you know, Diaz Clan and all. Oh, okay, they could definitely yeah. do it. could because she is—is
1: is Leslie in with the Diaz? Again? Oh yeah, yeah. All yeah, oh, right, yeah, I just thought
3: we called her that because.
1: Trumpet. Yeah, she plays the trumpet. <laughs> okay, um, finally, finally, and uh, this is one we've been waiting on for quite a while Jack Shaw has signed for the UFC. <sighs> Did we not talk about this last week? We've been talking over the last three weeks because we thought it. We did. We talked. No, we did. We, did we, no, we, did. we were like J- uh, Graham had announced that someone had signed. Oh, you? Yeah, you'd uh
3: Yeah, that's right. You'd yeah. ask me who do you think it is, and I said, "Ah, oh, we're, we're going to go to the beach and you can yeah. get it." Yeah,
1: that's um, exactly it. But I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get this info, and Jack, Jack's always so good at getting back, and he just stopped writing to me, so I was like, "Yeah, you got signed, mate." <laughs> but um, yeah, it's great. Like as we said before, no one deserves it more on this scene. Like in terms of the Cage Warriors talent, he's top of the yeah, m- he's top of the yeah, pops,
3: absolutely um, really good signing for the UFC another crazy good guy added to that already epic division and it, man it's just it's getting to a case where you're looking at looking at Wales and you're just going holy fuck is, is this ever going to stop the amount of guys they're, they're producing it's great to see
1: they used to say that about Ireland
3: <laughs> what have we got two, two fighters left in the UFC <laughs> three two Oh yeah, too yeah. Well, Johnny Walker as well. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And oh, then right. okay. if you're going to take Alexander Rakic. As well, oh, yeah, as oh, as Rakic shit. Or, and
1: then Mirsad Beck.
3: <laughs> Alex,
1: <laughs> Alexander Rakic. <laughs> yeah, that, o Rakic. Rakic. But Rakic. What, um, yeah, that's all the news there. I mean, that's a that's a healthy amount of news for that week. Um, I'm sure I missed loads as well because I only had one eye on it because of the. The Stockholm situation. Yeah, no, it's then. only
3: there was there was there wasn't a massive amount. That feels like a massive amount we it's, just went it, through. No, it does. Yeah, there's a lot there, and um it, there probably is a few other fights floating around. I can't think of off my yeah. head either, but they're the the ones that stand out for me. And listen, man, I th- I think you know people complain a lot of the time in mixed martial arts, and we've had an unbelievable amount of high level fights, high level matchups in the last number of weeks, and I think we should be grateful because we've a really good summer of fights to look forward to. You know, starting this weekend. I know we're going to talk about it later on. I yeah. don't care if you don't want to talk about it. I'm talking about it because it's Tony Ferguson <laughs> no, we, back we in talk there about it, against Cowboy Cerrone. I cannot fucking wait for that fight, man.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a big week. But before we have a look at the week ahead, let's take a chat with our first guest of the evening. It's Miss Joe, Joe Collarwood, who has a massive fight this weekend. My God, how is this fight the open why is this curtain jerking for the card I think it's because the card's so good man no it, you could clearly put that in a more prominent place it, on the card you could
3: but look at the card it, it no is, but that's ridiculous is this, is, this is
1: this a number one contender for a title fight basically
3: like. it is but maybe the, it's there for a reason people you know maybe numbers were dwindling on to the UFC the fight past to wet the appetite very you know they do weird things the UFC
1: well I'm not happy with it and f- look at look at Mr. Company Man McGraw over there, <laughs> finally congratulating <laughs> the UFC on the off. decision they've made.
3: <laughs> no, but let, nah, come on, let's let's be honest. I know it it's probably should be higher up, but look at some of the fights, man. You've Eddie Wineland return as well. I'm excited. Oh yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, that's
1: man. bigger than but JoJo and, and Caitlin Jukegi. No,
3: no, it's not. But like, listen. It, Okay, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree, but there is there it is a savage card. I was chatting to you about that before. On yeah, well, let's wait for the yeah. card. to we talk yeah. to the card? Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm in, I'm going to fucking Porto. I'm going to a stag. This week. I'm going to, have to I'll be in a field on my phone at about three a.m. locked, watching it legally and um yeah
1: so let's uh talk to jojo calder which was on her way to the airport here while she was talking to me so i really appreciate her patience she is a star and this is really a huge fight for european mma and um, imagine how cool that would be having jojo fight for a title after the roller coaster she's been on for the last few years it'd be amazing yeah, definitely. so uh here's jojo we'll be back in about 15. finally we are once again joined by a european fan favorite and a woman who has a particularly crucial fight this weekend, Miss Joanne Calderwood. Joanne, thank you so much for joining me. I, I appreciate it. No, well, thanks for
2: having
0: me.
1: Now I got to say, it seems uh, it seems uh, based on your social media, it seems like quite a relaxed uh, fight week this week. I saw you were playing top golf last night. Uh, how is that? I mean, I was going to play it once while I was in Las Vegas, uh, but I didn't get around to doing. it. It seems you were victorious this time around. Is that the truth?
0: Yeah, so I play back in Scotland with my brother. That's the way we kind of bond because we don't get to see each other very often. So he's uh, he's really into golf, and he's just taught me a few things over the few the past few years. And I really like the first. I just I loved it the first time I tried it, and then yeah, I just got kind of not good. Like last night, I was really rusty because I hadn't played and so long That yeah I love it uh, quite frustrating game but at the same time it kind of plays good into the, the fighting game with trying to stay calm and trying to just let your your body take over and relax into the, each shot so yeah we, I've been wanting to go to top golf for a, a while and John booked it for last night and it was good to take, take my mind off fight week and relax a little bit but still
1: and be active. Yeah, and I mean, I, I love this and I think I think I, I speak on the on behalf of the whole fan base when I say I love this new JoJo. Um, you seem like you're in such a fantastic place and I, and I really feel as though that's reflected in your performances. Would you agree with me?
0: Yeah, I think it all plays a part as well as like going up and waiting and fighting it more natural weight uh, and yeah, just finding my groove again and finding... Uh, a good environment and a good where a good place where I can excel as uh, the mixed martial artist that
1: I, I want to be. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just going to get one negative thing I have to say about this fight out of the way first, and I promise I won't I won't return to it. But but, but why is this the first fight in the car, Joanne? I mean, my God, it's a it's a pivotal fight in your division. <laughs> And and I really don't understand it. I know you probably don't care much about it, but but it seems a bit crazy, right? You guys are right at the top of that division. Yeah, well,
0: top, about top, well, she's top five. I'm just outside to top five. I'm number six right now. But I feel, yeah, I was a little bit shocked because I've never, even in my Muay Thai career, I've never been the first fight. Exactly. But the way I'm looking at it, just because I'm still on standby for that fatal shot. You know, anything can happen, even like a few hours before it happens. So I'll be ready to do my job with Caitlin and then be still on standby. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, maybe, maybe even two in one night. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. when we were speaking to you uh, ahead of the Ariane Lipsky fight and, and what you were kind of saying to me was, you know, you felt like this was a fight that you could really go to war in, and you put on a, a spectacular striking performance against Lipsky, who was one of the great European prospects before she got in there with you. Did that quench your thirst for that kind of battle you were looking for?
0: Yeah, I'm always looking for the top challenge and, you know, it, it's crazy, like, this whole game is a mental uh, clusterfuck, like, <laughs> you know, like, she was coming in with a lot of hype and it's just crazy what the, what social media can do and, I mean, I nearly bought into it, like, quite week I was like, oh, shit, man, I better, like, maybe this girl was legit but then I was like no I'm not going to feed into that I believe in myself and I believe in all my experience and you know it's just it's crazy how the social media and the fans can play a part into someone's hate and I just went out and done my job and I was I was believed in myself and I feel like I wasn't even hundred percent in that fight and yeah. I still put on that dominant performance and uh, like I took like obviously I wanted to stand with her and I showed that I could stand with her but I wanna show that I, as a mixed martial artist I'm evolving and my whole all round game is getting better every fight.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. To that it's it, it's amazing that you highlight that the the social media kind of uh, perception of these fighters can uh, play into an, an opponent's mind ahead of this. I'd say that was a, a great a valuable learning curve though as well. Like for you to just say like it doesn't matter what everybody's saying. I, I'm the one who has to go in there. And of course, you had your hand raised in quite an emphatic fashion that night. Yeah, and like, everyone, like you know,
0: the saying it never gets any easier. That. That's the truth. If anything, it gets harder, especially the pressure that we are under and that each level you go up, you know, that pressure gets a little bit harder and it's just being calm and it is actually believing in yourself and not buying into anyone else's opinions or negative uh, opinions and yet it's being positive and believing in yourself.
1: Yeah, no, and it's great, and and it absolutely worked in your favor that for, favor that night for sure. Um, but but I mean, when you when you think about Caitlin, are you expecting a very different kind of fight against Caitlin, or or what do you expect from her when you get in there? Yeah, completely different. Like Ariana, she came
0: to fight, and you've seen that in all of her fights. Uh, but with uh, Caitlin, it's like. Her last two fights, she does. Our first two rounds is like on the, or like not really engaging on her back foot and running away from it, and she's on the outside of the cage a lot. And then she'll pressure forward in the last round. But I've watched our earlier footage, and we're, we're just like, I've done what I, I can, and if not more, and I'm just going to in and see. I've covered all areas. And, I believe in my abilities, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to go in there and let my body do the work and react
2: and
1: over the floor, for the kill. Yeah, and I mean, it is a very pivotal fight. Like when I when I think about it, like you know, um, Kagan's in that top five, as you mentioned, like I feel like this this a win here could be enough for you to 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 get this title shot. Is that the way you're looking at it? Yeah, the last
0: person that beat uh Caitlin was now is now like number one contender mm-hmm. and fighting this weekend for that title shot. So yeah, I'm looking at it uh as that and just this is my this is I'm finally on the right path to the title shot and I feel like I believe in my capabilities and finally got everything that's going in the right direction. So there's no reason for me even if it's not the next fight, it's the one after that I just have to keep winning and putting on great performances and also keep keep up on a goal is get involved in every fight and every camp
1: and does it help your case? Do you feel that the, that because the title is being decided that at the top of this card, do you feel like, you know, get a win there, you're going to stay fresh in the the fans and the matchmakers' minds when it comes to deciding on a next title shot for whoever wins that goes away from the fight with the belt that night? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think
0: it's a coincidence that I'm fighting on the same card as him. You know, if, I thought maybe like, I'd be... If anything happened, like if any injuries, you know, this sport is uh, known for things to happen in the work. So, and I'm still on the ball for, you know, something could happen this week. So I don't think it's a coincidence. And I definitely think with a good performance on Saturday that I'll be next in line.
1: Yes, and I know I know everyone in Europe is hoping it will be that way. And, and, and just going back to our last conversation, I can remember how excited you were um, just just at the thoughts of Shevchenko and Joanna kind of facing off because, as we know, you're a spectacular striker. You've been striking your whole life. Uh, and those two fighters have, of course, uh, from striking backgrounds too. Like, I mean, are you still looking at this in this way, as in Valentina is most known for her striking skill set? as are you, even though we've seen this great evolution with your groundwork, but but do you still kind of rub your hands together when you kind of think about facing one of these champions from a striking skill set?
0: Yeah, and I would say it was more so at the start of my career because I was so into my striking, but now I'm like more into being a mixed martial artist, and yes, yeah, I still love my strength and my, my roots as a whole, and yeah, it gets it gets me excited to fight another striker because people see me as you know at the top level a top level striker. So it's always good to keep challenging those uh, my mind and the fans' mind. At best, and like especially in my last fight, I felt like yeah that still keeps me up there. People talking that she's got great striking and that kind of thing. So that means a lot to me, but. As for the, the title fight, I just feel like for Valentina she has a good reputation with the UFC and the UFC fans. Like her first flyweight fight, you know, she uh she kinda made a statement with that girl. Uh so she's already got a good reputation whereas Jessica has like not really got that reputation of being a badass as much as Valentina, so that's why I would want to fight her.
1: And do you think like I mean do you do you think that's the way it will go? I know that Valentina's uh heavily favoured here. Like do you, do you feel like that's the way the fight will go, that she'll have her hand raised again? Yeah, I, I
0: definitely my money's on Valentina
1: for sure. Yes, and I mean just to just to speak about your evolution on the ground because it it has been really, really a sight to behold. Do you feel as though uh, the attention you're giving this now, the the leaps and bounds we've seen you improve, like do you feel like it's nearly like um, when you start something off like again and and you're learning so quickly, you're nearly like a sponge. with your new team, do you feel like it's given you that kind of those big um, gains? Let's say in the jiu jitsu uh, grappling sections. Yeah, and I was always good at jiu jitsu before.
0: Like I came from from a more traditional mm. uh, jiu jitsu. I feel like now come to Syndicate and uh, learning under John Woods, he puts everything together. It's not like a jiu-jitsu lesson; it's a MMA jiu-jitsu lesson. So that helps me put, that helps me understand this, and it helps my scrambles. And that's the way it should be, you know. I'm not doing jiu-jitsu for jiu-jitsu; I'm doing jiu-jitsu to get back to my feet or to submit to someone. So I think that's really important. And now. I just feel like everything's flowing together. He's put the glue into my game, and everything's glued together now. So I can, I can work from that, and I can excel.
2: It and also, w- Sorry.
0: Uh, training. Sorry. Also training with Roxanne. You know, she's really good on the ground, and we both like. We both like get better every day because we're always challenging each other, and it's just great to have someone like that to study left every day and yeah so
1: that's that also a great asset does it nearly work in your favor because people uh, see you as this striker like i've seen your guard it's 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 incredible uh you know you have fantastic submissions from your guard do you feel like it nearly works in your favor because people might think uh they've avoided a lot of threats once they get you to the ground uh yeah it's
0: definitely better from. uh and that's why I try and show that in fights because you you know uh, your opponents are always watching uh, footage. So and you know I want to, I want to inspire people to to evolve with the the game. You know this is it's always changing and we're always seeing different techniques and stuff. So I want to be part of that J- that happening.
1: Jojo, what would it mean for you to fight for that UFC goal? It's been quite an adventure with the UFC, and it feels like you're right on the cusp of uh, becoming that next contender. What what would it mean for you? Like, Do you ever think about that? Think about the years you've put into, to, into this sport? Do you ever think about what it would mean to finally fight for that? Uh, it would just be
0: like, I, I don't like seeing people crying on in the octagon, but I think I'm going to be one of those people. Like, <laughs> no one knows how until you're actually in the sport and you do the journey. It's, it's just, I mean, life life in general is hard, and there's a lot of ups and downs. So, yeah, to get a, a massive reward at the end of it is just it would leave me speechless, and would. It's like it's all that time and all that pain and all that
1: what you put your body through makes it it. Jojo, I know you're just at the airport now, so I'll just ask you one last question before you go. And again, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, just, just, just finally, I mean, what way do you see this going? As you said, uh, Caitlin likes to get on her bike for the first two rounds. Do you feel like this will be a, a tough fight to find a finish in early
0: on? No, I just, I, like, obviously I've been seeing things going, like, I've just been visualising, like, going in there and like, seeing my shots land and stuff. I know she's tough, like, she's never, I don't think she's ever been stopped, so I, she is definitely going to be a tough opponent, but, you know, I'm going to go in with a killer instinct and uh, just do what I can to get that, that dominant stoppage or dominant... Uh,
1: decision, and then we'll see you take the mic and cut a, a cut a wrestling like promo, hopefully about how you should fight for the title. Sorry. Then you're gonna get on the mic afterwards and and uh, do a wrestling yep. promo yep. to get yourself that title, hopefully. Yep,
0: I'm gonna be on near ready to go and 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 yeah. I- I'll I'll probably
1: be ready that night. Jojo, thank you so much. um, And I really appreciate it. I can't wait to see you fight again. And and I wish you the best of luck on fight night. Okay. Thank you so
2: much. Thank you so much.
1: Bye-bye. Great to hear from Jojo. What a big, big fight she has. Uh, Very cool for her to get on the phone, even though... She was in a very stressful situation getting to the airport and stuff yeah, like that. that.
3: It looks like a lot of fighters like Jessica I, um And, I and no even
1: more he, importantly,
3: media members like yeah. Jose Youngs can't get over there. they an awful problem. There must pray be, for Jose. Pray for Jose. There, mu- there must be awful problems though. It's, it's very frustrating when things like that happen. And uh, for, really
1: it was our shit when things like that happen. Because yeah, it it's usually it's, you're missing a connecting flight. You're missing something if you do that kind of, if you, if you play, if you roll that dice. So hope everybody gets there and uh, safe and well. And not too much stress involved, but um, let's take a look back on what happened at UFC Stockholm, my friend. Um, of course, Anthony Smith there at the top of the card. What a statement he made! He was actually exemplary all week with his media. Um, very honest guy, unbelievably honest. To be honest, <laughs> but um, yeah, unfortunately, it resulted in Alexander Gustafsson's retirement. And look, even in the media room, the uh, the Swedish media reacting to this, you could see how pivotal it was how how much of a big moment it was for the whole scene there for this to happen quite emotional a lot of them um obviously a man who was put sweden on the map a man who was put european mma on the map Mm. to a certain degree to a huge degree um but you know this is how the cookie crumbles Mm. and unfortunately with this fight i don't think like anthony smith gets back to winning ways but it's not like here let's see him against john jones again immediately so it's it's a tough one. Like he, he, does. He gets back to winning ways, and you could tell that was
3: playing on his mind mentally a
1: lot in the lead up to the fight. But who's he going to be put with next is the question, you know.
3: And it, it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, I listen. It, it is, and we talked about this again. I don't want to go on too much about it last week, but we did say that you know there's a lot of um, fighters at the top of this card. There was a couple of breakthrough guys, which we saw obviously Rakic, and and it's brilliant. But um, Anthony Smith, in terms of what he's going to do next, you know, it's going to be three, four fights, and he's going to be hoping that a title. Change his hands as well, I'm sure. Um you and, know, and if Santos can can do the the unthinkable. Unthinkable against John Jones. Alexander Rakic will surely have a, a huge
1: fight in his next fight. So why not do that?
3: Huh? Why not do that? Smith and Rakic.
1: Yeah. It might be a possibility, but I mean Rakic, was was he, he was in the was he thirteenth or something? Was he even in the rankings ahead of this
3: fight? I don't even think so, no. I
1: don't think so. So I mean it might like and even after that you could after his big win. Rackage was saying, like, I feel no need to jump the gun here. Yeah, he's going to take my time. Yeah, and that's the perfect way to do it when you're a young guy coming up yeah. through the ranks. Oh, so, um, yeah, amazing win, though. And I'm glad he got to put himself on the map because I've been shouting from the hilltops about yeah, this no, guy for a long class. time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Mac Wan-Amercani and Chris Fishgold put performance. on Put on a huge... Like, like, before we even get to the performance, th- that fight was floating under the radar... Uh, when we arrived yeah. in Stockholm and straight away, as soon as they were put in front of the media, they were selling the shit out of that fight. <laughs> no, but it was brilliant. Yeah, no, brilliant no, 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 see yeah, yeah Two guys like that, um, you know, saying some pretty intense stuff to each other. Very intense face offs. Like, I mean, that was no joke at the media day. Even after they faced off and they had their scuffle, Chris Fishgold was being pinned to a wall. By Steve Lockstock himself. Wow. Yeah, like I mean, he was going and uh, mental, and then MacWan was just staring at him in the background, smiling at him like he
3: yeah. loves stirring the pot, doesn't oh,
1: he? Oh, but like this is what I mean. He's great at it. It's 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 a great thing for the UFC to have him there because he goes in and he makes a fight interesting straight away, mm. you know. And fair play to him. It he was just, a, he,
3: the only problem with Macquand? And we said it last week. let me go back to last week again. He didn't doesn't fight an, uh, enough, you know. Yeah. It'd be great if he just got two, three, four fights in a year. And Even two or three. Yeah, it just you know it boosts his profile more. He goes missing for too long. We don't know what he's doing. We don't know where he is. Well, he says he That's wants to go issue. to the
1: US next, so that would be a big one. We haven't seen him for yeah, the US. I so don't that know. Would be they, a big deal.
3: Is there? It's a bit. I strange. don't know. Is I that, asked there, him about it.
1: He didn't didn't mention anything about like like it's weird or anything. So
3: yeah. maybe it's just it's you know obviously with with the US now and immigration, it's obviously a lot harder for guys from, from, yeah. from that region of the if world, world to If you haven't been in. there before yeah, as well, it's a killer.
1: Exactly. And um, you know, but look, Mister Finland. Copenhagen if you want to stay active I'm sure there's going to be a slot a, available a Mac, Mac to you. Irish Yeah good point Mr Ireland <laughs> <laughs> But um yeah great win over Fiskall yeah, like, No it's it's no mean feat to submit a next general black belt yeah, like that was not we, we expected it, it, that to happen There, in there the was fashion. absolutely no way I saw that result
3: Yeah no I was exactly the same you know I I I I think we picked up you know fishy even last week but it was just to do it and so quick yeah, um, in such dominant fashion was 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 a real statement. I think.
1: Yeah, I was talking to Sergey after his wrestling coach, like he was saying, Jesus, like I mean, are you are you surprised by that? And he goes, well, like I knew he was capable of it, but I mean, it's a it's very impressive. You know, Fishgold's no mm. joke, man. He is an animal on the ground. Yeah, he is. Um, and and you could even see when he had the anaconda on. Fishy was, you know, he he did not. It was no quick tap situation. He was struggling to get out of there for so long, and I've been in those situations before. <laughs> Believe me, many too many times. And it's it's a killer when you when you're trying everything mm. and then you just realise look I'm, like, I'm listen,
3: used. The, the only one Matt ones come up short against is is, is Arnold Allen. Um yeah. that, what's that Arnold Allen. Oh you did it twice yeah. to be fair. That was perfect. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> listen we know how good he is. He's fighting Gil Melendez um yeah. this summer. And to only drop that. And to win a lot of his other fights, obviously took out Mike Wilkinson when he was on a great role as well.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, I'd just i I'd like to see a little bit of a step up now. And I know Fishy's a, a really Fishy good Fishy was a step up for yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I agree. But maybe something even even higher for, for Markwen to really give him a, a good yeah. litmus test but to that, see where he is. That's it.
1: That, like, that was a litmus test. So, yeah. you know, let's see another step up. Uh, Christos his second uh, tenure with the UFC gets a win over Damir Hadzovic. Damir, again, an incredibly intense man. An incredibly ferocious man in the cage Uh, really really strong decision win there for me probably flew under the radar Mm -hmm. a little bit Daniel Timor finally gets his first UFC win over Sunbin Joe um, who was undefeated before that fight Um, Daniel was massively emotional backstage I mean
4: I
3: think there's a lot of pressure we we talked about
1: um, he sat down in front of us then and gave us a litany of positive affirmations believe in yourself don't ever give up Believe in yourself. <laughs> Don't ever give up.
3: Believe in yourself. Don't ever give up. press record walked away. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in nine minutes. I'm going to edit something. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, but fair play to him. It's great to see that kind of emotion. and you It know, just
3: shows you what it means to these lads. You know, his career, uh, his UFC tenure is probably on the line. Yeah. Don't and he even that said fight. that. He
1: said, you know, the UFC gave me a lot of room. They, uh, he was very lucky. Like, he was the first to admit it. You know, a lot of other guys are out, like, after that kind of situation. I
3: think, I think you see with him, there is a lot of po- really good cool potential there with yeah. the Timor brothers. and. He did underwhelm and I think a lot of people were expecting a lot more from him in those last three fights. We didn't get it. So maybe he can kick on now here and
1: And when we are <clears throat> looking at that matchup and we're looking at this undefeated prospect coming in, it's almost like, you know, if you don't get this done, we're basically using you to launch this guy's oh, yeah. career. Oh that
3: so. that's that's what it was. And he he, he, he he you know turned the result on its head and and, and kept his uh his UFC contract alive.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Um, Sergei Kandosko got a decision win over newcomer Rustam Ackman. Rustam Ackman is a hugely popular fighter in Sweden. I don't know if you saw him. He has a lot of hair all over his body like myself.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now, My missus would not let me get into an octagon without beating me first if I was in that kind of shape. (laughs) It was disastrous. Some of of that lower back action there needs to be sorted out, man. Someone needs to have a word.
3: Fleas and all sorts of things. Imagine grappling with that lad, and he didn't bring a rash guard. You're all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Uh, Sergio
1: could barely walk after that. Um, So uh, yeah, fair play to him. Lena Landsberg, huge win.
3: Oh, Oh, Jesus! You saw the emotion again. Yeah, you know, at home, a big, big performance for her. Against a a legend against the legend. I know it Evanger. hasn't
1: gone, and we said this last week, it's not gone Tanya's way in the USC, but it doesn't mean she's a bad fighter. She's an unbelievable fighter. She's brilliant. You know, and uh, that's a huge win for Lena. And I, I think she showed us some new aspects of her game as well. Like, I mean, she was in some difficult positions on the ground against Evinger, who's absolutely brilliant yeah. on the ground. So I think she'll take a lot away from that. Um, what about Leonardo Santos, man?
3: Savage. After three years out to, to go in and do that. And to Steve- Stevie Ray. Yeah. yeah. A, man,
1: a man who... Not you, like Felder's the only guy who yeah, probably put him away quickly.
3: We said it, you know. Stevie had to avoid that, and he yeah. and, and he and, and he didn't. And I know it was it was a it was a stand up that ultimately got the job done. But Stevie went in very very sloppy to that man, turned his head, totally left his his, his left side open. Is, is there fear of
1: like fighting a guy who's so celebrated? Even though we've seen yeah, Leonardo knock a, people out, like I mean, a bit
3: it, of our, sure, sure there is. There it, has to be.
1: No, They're, well, like, I don't know if it's arrogance, but I just don't think if they see the threat, Confidence. unless he's on the ground, are they are they really kind of giving this guy the credit he deserves when he's standing, when he's so no. famous on the ground? You no, know?
3: I, I don't think they are, and I think if you look back at the Norman Park fight, he could easily hold himself, hold his his, uh, his dollars in the ground. No,
1: oh, he's amazing. He's a, he's
3: a oh, Sorry, on the sorry on on the feet. I mean yeah, against yeah. Norman Park. Sorry. Yeah. And you know we saw that shot that was very uncharacteristic of Stevie to go in so sloppy and just yeah. leave that side He's open. He's usually
1: got his P's and Q's about him very early. Like, he, And I felt after the feather loss, we probably never see that again, to yeah, be honest.
3: Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, that feather loss was, I'm sure it was a, a big psychological blow for Stevie. And, and even the Jess Ari fight, I, you know, it was a split decision. i probably called the fight for Jess if I'm not, a lot if of I'm, people being did, honest. Yeah. Um, it's on s- dodgy
1: terrain now, Stevie.
3: Yeah, but for Santos, let, let's give him the credit where he, where he deserves here. He hasn't fought in three years, whatever, whatever he is, a five-time Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion. It's a long, long time to go, uh, to, to not be in the octagon, to come back in and to do it like a top-level opponent. Like Stevie yeah. is a bloody good fighter. Oh, he's, un- he's unreal. Uh, one of the best guys in Europe, uh, you know, in the lightweight division. To go out and do that is a big statement. And Leonardo Santos, man, should be really, really happy.
1: Can I just give him another enough, so
3: good on the feet. Another bit of credit. Um, I asked him if he got
1: a bonus, what he'd spend it on, and he said barbecue. Uh, that's a, that's a yeah. man after of my own heart. 100%. Chu has Korea, my friend. Yeah.
3: Was there any nice barbecue? Sh- uh, yeah, there was. was. Pair
1: from Junkie went one night, and but I was uploading videos till 4am, so that was the end of that for me. Um, but there you go. That's the way the cookie crumbles when you're on the road. Uh, Frank Camacho, huge win for him as oh, well. Nick, Neither yeah. to win. Neither to win against Nick and a legend of the German scene, who was subsequently retired after it. Um, fair play to Nick, man.
3: Nick's a lovely guy. Real he's nice a beautiful guy.
1: man. And um, I such wish him all way, the best. Like He's one of these guys that, I don't worry about post fight because he has so much things going on. You know what I mean. I always felt as though he was only fighting for pure enjoyment. And if it's not, yeah, if you're not enjoying so. it anymore. That's fine. You know, yeah. like and I mean, he's he's been a great servant to German MMA. I don't think the German people will ever
3: forget him. Um, I think he's a young family as well, and you know we talk about that a lot. And it's very very important to to, to keep your your, your mind. Um, clear and I think, you yeah, know, when oh, Nick nine he's the acting, he's, you know, he's doing baseman, everything. You know, very, very busy guy. A so. Swiss Army knife. Best of luck to Nick. Uh, Great guy. Bayam Maleki
1: gets off to a, win- a winning start with the UFC with a second round submission over Duda Santana. Um, seems to be a big fan favourite there in Sweden Definitely. as well. Massive uh, press, kind of um, massive press. Uh, press surrounding her before and after the fight I, I didn't read really know much about her I'm going to be completely honest yeah she's you now she's
3: you know she she's off tough attributes yeah she's you know good looking lady um, um, decent fighter so it, yeah listen it's great to see that these stars it's one oh, you know you don't see it an awful lot like. you don't but that's you know the UFC are obviously confident they've seen something in her and it's good to have these young stars coming out of Europe and I, I think it would be great if we maybe had a few more here that the UFC were maybe looking at because think we need some more irish in the ufc
1: absolutely Devin clark did not let history repeat itself when he was fed another european prospect this time he what got a rid of darko sausage a man i was saying to man. look out yeah, for yeah. No, we both agreed. um and i think it's going to work in sausage's favor like i mean i clearly can see that this guy is very explosive in the first round but his cardio kind of goes missing the later the fight goes on and i think you'll learn a big lesson from Devin clark like look of what happened to Wreckage after you e. beat Clark? Yeah, like that's a big litmus yeah. test at 205. And you know, decision loss it's not the end of the world, but I'm sure Darko's going to le- learn a lot from that. Obviously, a man of not so many words, uh-huh. I didn't get to speak to him too much, but uh, it
3: uh, Seven Clark's tough, man. Yeah, he's exactly. done, re- he's done really underrated. well since um, the uh, contender series and coming into the UFC. And he's um, he hasn't probably got the credit he's deserved as well. Uh, another guy to, to to probably watch out for in the yeah. next number of months,
1: Yoel Alvarez. Um, Started the night off with a second round ground and pound win over Danilo Bilardo. Um A Spanish man. Uh, he is looking for the UFC to go to Spain. I'll happily go to that event oh, if uh, that happens. You can count me in. San Miguel, my son. You'll mm-hmm. be drowning in I'll
3: drown an now at the moment. <laughs> today. I'm dying for one. I haven't had one since, since last week. So yeah.
1: Listen. Um, uh, also, uh, last weekend, and I'm very ashamed to admit, it's the first Cage Warriors card I have not watched live in a very long time. But um, a big win from Tim Burnett in the main event there. Great fight with Sean Carter, like as we expected. Two lads just going to absolute war for three rounds.
3: Is uh, Jay Z's name Sean Carter as well? What is Jay Z's name Sean Carter? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah all right. But uh, he doesn't have
1: the sexy curls, my <laughs> he friend. He doesn't at all. No. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, like Sean hasn't fought for two years, as we said. Yeah, his last fight yeah. against Joe, he looked fucking great. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was no walk in the park at all for Tim Burnett, and it kind of says to me. Like Joe McCulgan, man. He he was absolutely savage at that stage, you know? And um, you know, continues to be. He's got back to winning ways there in yeah. Italy. Like um
3: Joe's looking to get booked as well. Yeah, you know, and I, I think this
1: should be a big indicator to Ian Dean, who we know is always on top of these things anyway. But um yeah, he had you, a bit he had a chance. Like, would you like that? What? Uh Barniffy, but Joe. Joe's gone to one seventy. Yeah, it, oh, it's, t- it's him back down. One fifty
3: five man. okay. Yeah.
1: yeah would it I would have been yeah. into it, but um, I think Joe is at 170 now. Yeah, no, we I think so we, we, You know, yeah, orders. we we've
3: seen his cuts over the years, man. He's a, he's a big boy and he cuts down a lot of weight.
1: Yeah, uh, Donovan Desme got a stunning second round knockout over Alexander Jakobsen. Like, if you had to ask me before this fight, you know, who, if it's going to end in knockout, who's going to win? I would have said Jakobsen mm. uh, because he's got devastating mm. power, but. Absolutely brilliant from Donovan. And, I mean, he's getting better every time we see him. And, again, he wants that Paddy Pimla fight as soon as Paddy's ready right to fight again. And I'm rubbing my hands together for that one, to be honest with you. I think that would be fantastic.
3: Last Saturday didn't happen, by the way. We'll
1: get onto that that. No, we won't end. get
3: onto that. I'm <laughs> just I'm just putting that in now.
1: And we talked about Steve Amiable last week. And, yeah. he, and he did it again, man. Uh, another really, really good prospect in Aiden Steven. He absolutely grinded him out uh, another really good performance from him and now when i'm looking at it like he's really announced himself as a featherweight contender now and they kind of have um dean truman going out going out against the somewhat unknown and of champions and i'm mm. thinking jesus amiable would have been a good yeah, good, good fight massive, that night yeah, but uh, obviously only 28 days in the difference there or something so yeah, it probably tough. doesn't make a lot of sense but i'm looking forward to see aiden steven come back as well like i mean he's gonna learn an awful lot from that one one guy that I was really impressed when I continue to be really impressed with Mick Stanton. Um, yeah, Mick,
3: you talked about him last week. Want yeah. to watch
1: Mick Stanton? Like he, he's an older gentleman. Uh, he's been around for a while, but he he's boxed for a long time, and then he went to MMA. He obviously got uh, he got fast tracked into a middleweight title shot against Billstein. Um, he was only competing as a welterweight up to that point, and um, lost to Billstein for the the the, wel- the middleweight championship. And Billstein went separate ways, and obviously now James Webb is the champion. But Stanton, for a guy who's known as a boxer, he is unbelievable on the ground all of a sudden. I mean, he has such good gains in that section. Right.
3: Well, I think sometimes when you're, when you're coming in and you're a boxer like that and you're so confident with your muscle memory, you're yeah, striking. you can just focus. You can focus 100%. Yeah. And it often happens like that. And it is for an older dog, an older gentleman like myself. He looks myself. like Khabib, man. You know, I was in the wars. I was in the of trenches and, and everywhere. It is, it is impressive, but I think that's probably the area where you see these guys, they're so confident, they've done it for so long with their hands that they're, they're, they're wrestling, so confident. But his
1: wrestling is incredible, and he, he called out James Webb afterwards, and look, I'm all for people calling yeah, out James Webb, because definitely. they need more contenders at 185. Um, as we know, James Webb is, is going to be fighting a night of champions as well. He was in the crowd wearing a very nice suit, I must add. Uh, Corey McKenna. Um, another win. Yeah, That's saw, two on the trot saw, saw now. Saw Corey, very good. Lovely rear naked choke over Julia Um Julia twelve is,
3: year olds beating up a <laughs> twenty five year old.
1: Julia Cinello uh, regained parity to her record for two and two, and Corey has improved to four and one. Um, now we can. I'll take a quick. I'll just read out the results of the uh, undercard. Nathan Fletcher defeated Rico. Biggs with a first-round arm triangle. Stephen Hooper uh, submitted Craig Andrews with a second-round triangle choke. George Tanasa – oh, sorry, this was amateurs, but George <laughs> Tanasa beat <laughs> William Demas uh, by third-round TKO to claim the 145 amateur title. So congratulations to him. Um, so, yeah, that was all the action they have. Obviously, this this card didn't pack a lot of punch because there's so much going yeah, on at course. 106. Um, I hope to be there for that. So, um very very excited to see that card but um yeah that was pretty much it for the weekend and now it's a man that we have been waiting to hear from once again even though he's on the show only when this fight was announced but he is fighting this weekend I'm sure you'll get threatened again oh my well (laughs) it might happen you know he's he throws around the threats quite liberally does our Piotr Jan but um what a great guy to speak to. It's a huge fight. Him and him both him and Jojo have hugely uh, yeah. pivotal fights this weekend. Um thank you so much to our man Piotr Jan for getting on the phone with us. And when you listen to this interview, you'll know you have to get on Twitter immediately and get this man on the, on game. the UFC game. I don't know who we have to tweet. You can tweet me and tell me, but we will start a campaign to get Piotr Jan.
3: They can add Fighters in now to the games.
1: Well, then they've got they to have do to it, right? it. They've got, yeah, they got to do it. Don't be sleeping on yeah, Piotr Jan. 100%. Great to hear from the man himself, full of one-liners as usual. <laughs> we'll see you in about 15. Back by popular demand, it is Mr. Piotr Jan, the Siberian gangster, who takes on Jimmy Rivera in a crucial, a very, very crucial, bantamweight fight on the main card of UFC 238 in Chicago this weekend. Piotr, how are you, my friend? And thank you so much for joining us again. Hello, my friend. Hello, thank you. This inter- look—he he can already speak English. So, yeah, do you even have to be here anymore?
4: No, like, I'll just <laughs> I'll just sit next to you. My English. My, my English no but
1: a bit. I think it's brilliant, Piotr. So, thank you so much for joining us. But I got to ask you uh, before we get going here. It's um, it's it's it's. It's few and far between the times where you fight in the United States. How do you like it? This is your second time. And do you enjoy fighting in the United States?
5: For me, I don't
4: know
5: where to fight, but yeah, I do enjoy to fight in America. Has he noticed? Um, I like Las Vegas
1: more than Chicago. <laughs> oh, throwing daggers at Chicago here! Oh my God! But um ha- has he Chicago noticed a... that um that more people are-, are noticing him since the wins over Dodson and Andrade? Does he notice that more U.S. fans are coming up to him and, and recognizing him?
5: Uh, Заметили ли ты разницу в отношении к тебе после победы над Дотсоном, что больше американских фанатов тебя узнают и как-то к тебе подходит или обращается? Ну,
4: no, может быть, да, может быть, да, может быть, стало больше.
5: Yeah, probably yes, maybe yes, uh, there are more fans to you see Yes, yes, and, and I mean.
1: You've made some big statements. I mean when when, when he was on the show last, he uh, we, we talked about Rivera, he talked about how he feels he can go in here and overwhelm him, but I have heard absolutely nothing from Jimmy Rivera. Is he surprised that Jimmy hasn't said much at all in the lead up to this fight? Uh in the past interview you
5: made it loud. You're going to Jimmy Rivera. при этом Jimmy Сейчас он молчит, никаких интервью не даёт, и в ответ ничего не говорит. Был ли ты удивлён его молчанием?
4: Если он не удивлён, у вообще без разницы, там, что он молчит. Он понимает, что его ждёт, <laughs> вот и молчит. Uh,
5: honestly, I don't care if he's talking or keeping silent, you know. But uh, probably his... Uh... You know uh, know what's coming his way and you know that's why he's keeping keeping silent
1: has he seen uh, jimmy around the hotel or anything has he um has he met him since he's been in chicago
5: no no i didn't see him
1: is he hiding he's in his hotel room does he think
5: is <laughs> <laughs> that
2: <laughs>
1: you know, it, it's amazing um, when we look at the uh, the lines for this fight in the bookmakers. Uh, they have Jimmy as a, a three to one underdog. That makes Peter a very heavy favorite. Is he surprised that he's he's going in against a guy who's so established in the US as such a heavy favorite?
5: По прогнозам букмекеров ты являешься явным фаворитом, Удивлен ли ты, что? В бою с таким ветераном UFC, я даю такое сильное предпочтение. Я не удивлен, но они же понимают, что, ну, все реально,
4: как бы, что я фаворит, но я это уже понимаю, как бы, бой всякому, может быть. Блядь, что они мне могут сделать, вот это вот те однообразные ящички в великах, на Там. не знаю, там, там
5: моя the, the, the probably the bookmakers know, know what I know exactly. You know they know that I'm a favorite. It's clear in my mind that I'm a favorite in this matchup. You know uh, what what can Jimmy do with his predictable style? Predictable style. You know better and for me what he's showing in the octagon. So of course everything can happen in the fight. It's a fight, but I don't know. I don't see this any danger in this
1: fight. So he believes the bookmakers have this right?
5: So
4: yeah, bookmakers no. it correctly, right? my
5: my bookmakers know. You know, my friends cannot make money because of them, because like, coffee and on such, such a low coffee you know. My friends want to bet and make money, and they don't give to make money.
1: Yes, yes, they need to give better odds in future, of course. Um, and I, I got to ask him, right, the, the last time he was on the show, we put out a graphic of what he said, um, you know, just about the division, how he felt he could beat Lineker easy, he'd like to beat up Corey Sandhagen, and Rafael Asunceau wrote underneath it that Peter should be. Piotr should be more respectful, and he should stop talking shit. Does that make uh, Piotr want to fight Asunsew? Like, I feel like if Peter gets through Jimmy, Seo would be a great matchup for the title. Does he? Does it? Does that annoy him when he sees someone in his division talking about him like this?
5: Uh, mm-hmm. they quoted you and in your Instagram post, and this post was commented by Rafael Asensio, If you Он сказал, что, типа, ты должен научиться уважения и перестать, типа, говорить дерьмо, трэштокить. И тебя как-то это задевает, раздражает, беспокоит. Хотел ли бы ты подраться со суса. Вообще, да, как прокомментируешь.
4: Пусть они ноют, бля, не знаю. Вообще. Ноют, бля, не знаю. Пиздячь. Тоже мы дадим, если будет лезть,
5: I don't know what he's crying about and why he's crying. If if he wants we can beat his ass <laughs> too.
4: <laughs> he he better
5: he better sit and hide daddy in the house.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the like uh, the way we're seeing this is you know the UFC have given Peter a main card slot because they can see him fighting for that title in the future. Um how far does he feel he is from that title? Does he feel like it could be the next one?
5: Как ты считаешь ты далеко от Да, брат, я не считаю, я хочу быть следующим,
4: скажи.
1: For the title. You know, it, it seems like um, a lot of people feel his placing on the card uh, is speaking about how the UFC really <laughs> like him because Pedro and Aljo who are higher ranked they are uh, underneath him, they're on the preliminary card. How does he feel what does that tell him? Does does that tell him that the UFC see him as a future title contender? <laughs>
5: Что тебе это говорит? Считаешь ли ты, что UFC ставит тебя выше них и, возможно, даст тебе шанс?
4: Да нет, я не думаю, что это имеет значение. Я думаю, это, наверное, просто сечение обстоятельств. Но ну, если быть более конкретным, конечно, я выше в рейтинках. Конечно, я выше их в главном кардиом. Потому что ничего ну, Стерлинг показывал такого, я не знаю, зрелищного. Uh, <laughs> what <did he> <laughs> the,
5: the, I don't think there's significance in placement on the card, but but to be honest, yes, you know, like a, what Sterling, he's not even uh, he never been in an exciting fight and. Uh, didn't even, like, he's fought in UFC for such a long time. And I just saw his last fight, you know. I didn't even know the man existed in the division, you know, until his last fight. Wow. So, yeah. Obviously, that's why I'm, I'm in the main card.
1: Like, uh, is there any part of him that thinks that the UFC might match the two winners of those fights to uh, determine the number one contender? Does he think that would make sense? Or does he feel once he beats Jimmy, it should be title shot immediately?
5: Считаешь ли ты иметь смысл свести победителей этих двух пар, то есть твоего боя с бой в сель Мунис? Либо ты считаешь, что после победы над Риверей ты должен драться за титул?
4: Я не знаю, честно, как они там решат, но я за год провожу пятый бой. Я думаю, что они почти за всю свое выступление столько
5: UFC боев проводят, да. I don't know, what UFC will decide. You know, it's my fifth fight inside one year, and you know, these guys, you know, it takes a few years to get have same same amount of fights as me.
1: So he thinks that maybe should, the title shot is probably the the way he'd want to go about it. Is he trying to get to the title as quickly as possible? Is that his uh, goal? <laughs>
4: Well,
5: in it will be great to fight for the belt in 2019. Wow! Just right before the new year.
1: Wow! Right, right. So I mean, he he already feels as though he is at the championship level. Like I mean, he would have no problem fighting Henry Cejudo or Marlon Royce if it came up that way. He feels he can already go in there and take these guys on and win. То есть
5: ты чувствуешь, что ты уже на уровне чемпиона что-то и неважно кто победит сихуда и мораис, ты с любым из них можешь выйти.
4: Да, конечно, братан, но ну а что такого, что у них такого, не знаю, там превосходного. Да? Морайс также выступает там. Сихуда также там, не знаю, что. Он, там. Вообще
5: без разницы. Yes, of course, like I don't care who like Sihuda or Morais, I just Правильно. I don't see anything, you know, me being uh Lacking in something compared to them, you know. So nothing special about them. Of course, I can want to fight the, uh, the winner of their fights. All my подготовки они были
4: чисто таком импровизационном стиле, блядь, никакой конкретики ничего такого не было профессионального реального подхода.
5: And you know, all my previous fights, and you see, I didn't even uh that well I didn't have a structure training, I didn't have a like a head coach or like a, anything like that, you know? We all, honestly like I was preparing like almost like an amateur to this my previous wow. fights. Yeah. So imagine like if I'm gonna fight for the title, I'm gonna make a significant change to my fight camp and it's gonna make a difference too.
1: Has there yes, been a significant man. change ahead of this fight Sayat? Has he has he changed a lot ahead of this fight? <laughs>
5: Позиционный такой лагерь был. Были ли какие-то конкретные изменения именно в последнем лагере к бою?
4: Да, ничего не было, я практически не тренировался в последнем лагере. никаких не было, что, я готовился, как всегда. Как бы, ну, он, в принципе, в нем нет такого ничего необычного. Обычный соперник, там невысокого роста бьет, борется. Как бы над всеми аспектами работали.
5: You know, I didn't do anything special in this fight camp. You know, it was uh, just an ordinary fight camp for me because Jimmy doesn't bring anything special to the table. You know, I don't have to really tail my camp to face him because you know he's just a short stock, like uh, wrestler with uh, like uh, ordinary boxing skills. So I don't, I, I don't need to do anything extra for this camp
1: does he believe that everybody will be talking about it all the fans all the media will be talking about him as the next contender because his performance against jimmy will be that impressive that spectacular you know like there will be no debate as to who is the next yeah. challenger everybody will be saying peter yan straight away after what he does to uh, jimmy
5: считаешь ли ты что после того что ты сделал с джимми все болельщики будут без сомнения говорить что ты следующий должен драться за титул
4: Но я не могу так сказать, братан, честно. Это будет высокомерно, да. Но я думаю, они сами решат, кто будет драться за пояс. Пусть они просто знают, что на меня могут рассчитывать.
5: You know?
4: Я их не подводил за это время, в принципе, и соглашался на любые, так скажем, условия.
5: You know, I can't say like that because it will be like too arrogant. But, uh, but uh, uh, you know, UFC can count on me if they want me to be next. And, uh, you know, I never let them down, so I'll do what I have to do.
1: Wow. Well, well I would love to see either of those fights, uh, Piotr. And... Um amazing to speak to you as always you're not only one of my favorite fighters to watch but you're one of my favorite fighters to talk to so thank you so much for uh, speaking with us again and thank you so you always organize these things so well i really appreciate you
5: no problem brother thank you thank
4: you so much bro thank you thank you
1: bro. <laughs> i'm telling you i think i think uh, you're just keeping soyad around now to keep him happy i think you could do these interviews all by yourself in english
4: Hey bro, I want uh, next 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 he said he wants you to lobby for the next UFC game. He should be in there. Is he not in the game
5: already? No, not yet. So you. That's he said a
1: disgrace. Talamois
5: said that's you a, a disgrace. You know, he said, you have to solve this problem. Okay,
1: you leave it with me, and I'll make sure he's in the game in uh, two weeks. I'll make sure it happens, okay?
5: (laughs) You have two weeks if it's not going to happen.
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) I don't want him coming after my knees. So I will definitely get, I'll get working on that straight away, you can tell him.
5: (laughs) Okay, I'll get you
4: yeah, thank, you, thank you thank you thank you so you, much Christian.
1: I can't wait to see the fight guys y- you're gentlemen thank you so much and best of luck now let's take a look forward to the week ahead you've been waiting for this now patiently waiting but it is finally happening it's UFC 238 in Chicago
3: I'm going to be on the phone to you if I can't get a stream and you're going to have to actually i tell you what you're going to have to sorry if I can't watch it on my phone sorry Yes. I'm going to, you're going to have to legally. stream it to me on legally. like legally on WhatsApp or something all of it that's and show legal. it to
1: me yeah yeah I, that, that sounds pretty legal. Um, yeah, sure it is. And of course you will. And look, you're very excited about it, and you have every right to be very excited about it. It's enormous. It's the one thirty five pound title, uh, Henry Cejudo v. Marlon Moraes. Uh, it has been vacated by disgraced champion T. J. Dillashaw. And uh, of course, in the main event, we have flyweight championship bout with Valentina Shevchenko and Jessica I. There's another guy here on the card. I think you've heard of him. Um, up-and-comer named Tony Ferguson. Oh, yes. He's taking on Donald Cerrone. Why is it three rounds? Don't even let me get no, into I don't.
3: it. I, I went Bernie last yeah. week on Twitter. You might have seen that.
1: And then we've got Jimmy Rivera v. Piotr Jan. Unbelievable. Taitui Vasa v. Ivano Ivanov. Now, would that not be a good place to put Jojo Calderwood and Caitlin Chukagan?
3: Yeah, I think, though, what they're doing here is... Hoping
1: that the heavyweights get off to a banging start on that man. Yeah, card. and I think they,
3: I think they want people to tune into uh to UFC Fight Pass, and maybe they're down a few subscribers. I don't know. Um, oh, I heard we'll a few people going. I heard a few people moaning about that. Okay, well, we'll so we we'll, um,
1: we'll keep it moving here. Yeah. Tatiana Suarez. Many believe that oh, she will be fight. the next person that fights for the strawweight title against champion Jessica Andrade. And of course, we have Nina Ansaroff, who is the partner of the champion off. Amanda Nunes. And I'm absolutely not writing her off. She's been amazing form lately. <clears throat> then onto our again onto the 135 tournament we've got I oh, we call it a tournament anyway <laughs> uh, Pedro Munoz v. Aljamain Sterling that's very low on the card as well Like I feel like Aljo Pedro uh, Piotr
3: and uh, Jimmy are all fighting for really prevalent places in that 135 yeah, pound division yeah but it's man the card is so stacked it's hard to really know where to put the fights in this card I think yeah
1: no you're right we'll keep really going Carolina Kovacic <laughs> v. Alex Grasso excited.
3: Um
1: we've got yeah. Ricardo Lamas v. Calvin Keiter that's a really good fight yeah uh, a really good fight uh, Zunan Yan oh, v. Angela Hill the beast um, Bevan Lewis v. Darren Stewart UK favourite of course uh, Eddie Vineland v. Gregory Popov and there it is kicking off the card one of the most pivotal fights on the whole damn thing Caitlin Chukagin v. Joanne Calderwood ok let's take this from the top
3: Bevan Lewis and Darren Stewart going to be fight of the night Let's just take this from the top now, okay?
1: <laughs> Let's just try and have a bit all of right, order okay, here, for on, God's on, sake. Shut up. Who do you think has this? Moroes v. Cejudo. I feel like a lot of people are siding with Sehudo given the win over Dillashaw, but I feel as well that Marlon Moroes yeah, should be him. deserving of all the respect he should get ahead of this fight because he's a dangerous, dangerous man.
3: Absolute killer on the feet, man. And I think he has the necessary tools here to deal with Henry Sehudo. He's Cejudo. fast. Sehudo. Yeah, I always say that. He's fast, he's good on the ground, um, and his hands are just absolute bombs, man. He can hurt you severely.
1: Let's just take a look at this guy's last four fights. John Dodson, split decision win. Aljamain Sterling, flying knee win, I was remember. Mm. Jimmy Rivera, head kick to punches, knockout in round one. Rafael Assuncao guillotine choke in round one. They're all round one finishes. Sterling, Rivera, and Assuncao. These are the top dogs in that division. Top Give the thoughts. man some goddamn respect.
3: That's what I mean. And I don't think he has got the respect. And I think Henry Cejudo here uh, nicely, nicely c- pronounced. could be in for a rude awakening. And I think maybe, and I, I know we, he he just comes across a little bit cocky at times and disrespectful, Henry. Let's just have a look at his last four wins. Yes, Wilson
1: Heuss, yes. second round win via punches. Sergio Pettis, decision win. Demetrius Johnson, split decision win. TJ Dillashaw. Round one win. Yeah. These boys are coming in hot man. Hot. Holy shit.
3: Hot. And and the, the thing about Henry you have to give him a lot of respect for. And I think it is his hands, the improvement we've seen on his hands have been just Just a mixture of both, incredible. I feel
1: like he's mixing it together. He's so a martial well. artist. Yeah. yeah. Like myself.
3: But I just think that standout area of that just raw, devastating power and areas in which he can hurt you in the stand up does lie with Marlon Morais. And I think that could be a decisive factor in this fight on Saturday night. I think it's gonna be an absolutely smashing fight. I can't wait for that fight, but I am gonna go at Marais. and I think Marais is gonna finish him. Marais is a killer man. I, like I we both looked at this guy when he was in um, World Series of Fight and we've known the the property. He didn't that, get the start he in. needed. He did he didn't, in. and he won that fight as well, by Last the way. And so. he, yeah, and he got a, he got the decision against him. I thought he won the fight. Um but yeah, he's turned that around, he's gone on this run. And I think we have a new champion on, on Saturday night. Wow. Um, I'll go with Cejudo just to keep it interesting. But we do have a new champion. But I, everyone sort of feels as though Henry's the yeah, champion. Yeah, going yeah. in Because he's know the, the yeah.
1: um, We have not been able to claim Valentina Shevchenko as one of her own yet. Um, Kyrgyzstan is a very dodgy location geographically for us. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> it's a
3: dodgy location. Look,
1: like, I mean, she's more European than Jessica. Oi, I'll give her that much. She
3: is. I'll tell you what. She is an absolute superstar back at home in Craigistan. She yeah, it's got great
1: the, to see that, isn't it? It's she really got the president's cool. stripe.
3: Yeah. Um, she was welcomed at the airport. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people came out to see her. I love seeing that in mixed martial arts, and that's where the UFC I think let themselves down again to a certain extent. Need to
1: send video crews there. Need the, to
3: get all of that stuff. Exactly, you said it better. Show the common man. I'll do it for them. Yeah, sign me up, her. But um, <laughs>
1: I really don't. I really don't see Jessica posing much of a threat here to Valentina, I'm going to be honest, I don't.
3: I think it will be a decent fight, I do fancy Valentina, don't get me wrong. But you think Jessica's going to give a lot more than people are anticipating? Yeah, and I think she's proved in the last number of fights, I'll just try and find out what fight it was, and um, where she was, you know, we saw a different it aspect. It could have been the Chukagin fight, where we saw different aspects. She, It looked like she was actually trying out different things in the Yeah, that was Chukagin, yeah. The Chukagin yeah. Chuk- yeah. fight, I was really impressed. Edged it. I thought she won it. I, I I did think she she won it. Yeah, I won, I think she won it, but she edged it. Yeah, uh, she's a really good boxer. She's she's quick in and out. And her guards improved a lot. Yeah, but still, in terms of gonna striking, it's not going to be enough. I think there's too much um, variety in Valentina's stand up compared to what Jessica Ai has in her boxing, and I think
1: she's going to keep going all night though.
3: I, I I think we're looking for probably a five rounder here. Mm. Um, I think both could be five rounders. No. I don't see say on my I can't see that going past two rounds. I can definitely see this one going five. And I think I, th- I think it could be one of those fights where it could be, you know, Jessica, I will surprise a lot of people. But, you know, the interesting thing about this fight is Jessica's is his left strong style. After getting that title shot, she's down, now down at the P.I. in Las Vegas, relocated to Las Vegas. She's working with uh, Extreme Couture. It's, it's a bit of a, a risky one for her to make that change going into a world title fight. But I presume... We will see that on Saturday night whether it was a good decision or not. We will see that on Saturday night whether it's a good decision or not. I'm not too sure about that, but she seems very happy. She's in a good place, and um, I'm just looking forward to this fight. I think it's a really, really good fight, and we're going to have. Uh, I think we're going to see fireworks in this one.
1: Is Donald Cerrone just another notch on Tony Ferguson's belt here? Well, like, in terms of what does he get from a winner?
3: It's disgraceful, and the way Tony Ferguson has been treated by the UFC in the last three, four years. You know, we we've we've. Well, t- I
1: don't think you can blame them in this particular case, no, given not, given not, the not situation. Not this particular not case. In this particular yes,
3: case. but you know, in past we we've seen Dana White when Tony had the strap, uh, the interim strap, saying it doesn't matter what he says. He who cares? What? How do you treat a champion like that and speak about your champion that don't impress like that? me? Much. It's disgraceful, and I'm glad to see Tony is out in his own now, and um, you know, with a new management team, he seems a, a new lease of life. I just hope for Tony's sake that all these mental issues are resolved and that he hasn't jumped back in too quickly.
1: I think he could be an erratic guy like that. Like, that's the one, Like he is erratic. Yeah, he, is erratic. he is erratic. And, you know, that is the question for me. Honestly, that's the way I'm feeling. Like, has he given himself the Enough right time. amount of breathing space mm. with this situation, such crazy situations at home, you know? Or else, uh, that reports would suggest it was a crazy situation. Um, and Donald Cerrone, let's let's be honest, man, against Ali Aguinti, look unreal. Um, unbelievable. I, I never turnaround. expected that.
3: I oh, never expect that this resurgence. I didn't at all either. He keeps doing it, but like I never expected this time. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know it's a lot to do with what's going on in people's lives, and I think in this particular fight, in this particular case, two guys who have you know they've had things going on in their life that have been life changing, life altering. He's had his child. He seems way more relaxed. He's yeah. not as much of an
1: idiot. He's grown from that situation. So much, man.
3: He used to, like uh, you've interviewed Donald before at events, and and. Donald sometimes comes across as a, just a bit of a douchebag let's be honest about it. He hasn't
1: been nice to me in the
3: past. He hasn't been nice to me in the past either, but he seems as though he's got over that step and been yeah. just generally a little bit nicer to people. And I think in terms of t- Tony Ferguson, you know a guy who's you know battled back through a lot of setbacks in his career, had that terrible knee injury we saw the scars for it. he pulled it out in Las Vegas and showed us um, it was awful, it's terrific on both sides. For a guy to recover so quickly and he keeps himself I think I'm better shape than anyone in the UFC and I don't think that's um, you know even stretching it the guy is constantly working he's constantly doing something his mindset obviously he's had problems with that but he's a guy who's bounced back so many times in his career so you know I wrote it off Tony Ferguson literally coming into the last fight I thought he'd taken the fight too soon boy did he prove me wrong against Anthony Pettis and I think he's going to do the same again this weekend and I just hope you know mentally he's okay and I I do believe he is but what
1: what a win for Cerrone to get in yeah. this situation, oh, this like, I mean, if, this this, if he if he does this, which unfortunately for Tony Ferguson, yeah. he'll be straight in there.
3: Uh, you know, of course, it, it's very interesting to see the way the next six to seven months is going to pan out in the lightweight division. I'm
1: disgusted that it's not five
3: rounds. Because oh, man, if, if, you, were gonna, if you
1: were ever going to if you're ever going to make crazy. a five round fight, these it's both crazy. these guys grow as the fight goes it on. It is crazy. It's, it it's feels crazy. like a waste. Nearly, yeah. It, it I, is, I have a feeling this is going three rounds, and there's going to be fucking people. Oh, you know, why, why the the fuck didn't
3: you make a five? Like? I said it two weeks ago on Twitter. I said it's a, it. I said it on the A-side yeah, that time with it, Sean you it, like, It's terrible. These if fights. there's ever a fight to make five yeah. rounds, there it is. It's 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 a title picture fight. These guys probably wanted five rounds. Um, they wouldn't have said no to five rounds, but this stupid mindset or whatever the UFC want to want to call it of not making fights five rounds outside the co-main event, Um, if it's not a title fight, is is absolutely stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But listen, who do, you, who do you like in this fight? I, I I have to go with Tony Ferguson. I have
1: to go. Look, I think Tony Ferguson on his day definitely beats Donald yeah. Cerrone on his day. But it's all about who shows up on the night, as yeah. we know. Um, of course, I think it would be a real killer for Tony to have that momentum taken by Donald at this oh, stage. Be because bad, it? I know. Someone as marked about Donald Cerrone. Someone who has a big name in the US like that. He's going to be pushed into that title picture.
3: Yeah. Immediately. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I think Tony's going to get the job done, I think. I think it's a decision. No, I think I think Tony could get a late finish um, in the third round. Uh, just I, his
1: like his. Um, I just think
3: the forward pressure again. And like, we know we talked about it with Cerrone. He's obviously adjusted a lot better to it over the last number of fights. But I think you know you look at the Tony off his back as well. So dangerous, so good.
1: You could say the same for, for Cerrone for, for Cowboy, <laughs> yeah. But but it, it is. It's a fast. Imagine the fight. scrambles here. That's what I'm really it's excited, excited about. Like for grappling people, this. Like I think. I think when we think about Cerrone, we think about his striking an awful lot. But his, like, go back to watch them uh, Henderson fights. His, his guard unbelievable. is unbelievable, man. Is he? He can catch submissions out of nowhere and ask Antonio. Yeah, yeah, so the scrambles Tony. are just going to be insane. I can see them hanging out of each other's limbs, out of each other's mm. necks. It's going to be fantastic. I, I think
3: this fight's going to go everywhere. But could uh, be for year. But yeah, oh, easily, easily. It it, it's the best fight of the summer uh, in my eyes. It should be five rounds. I am going with Ferguson. All right, listen. And, uh, just because of the record he's on, the, the way he's been disrespected, the way people have written him off, even though he's won You'd like 12 to see on the that bench. justice. I think he need to, it would be brilliant and amazing to see Tony Ferguson win this and, and prove the world, uh, the UFC brass, wrong to a certain extent. Go Finally, on, go on, I can on. talk about
1: a European. <laughs> Piotr Jan, Jimmy Rivera.
3: Just, My God. P- say it like you said it for me a few minutes ago.
1: Piotr Yan. <laughs> can you do it? <laughs> Piotr Yan. Yeah, I think that was better than mine, anyway. But, um, yeah, I feel like this man uh, has a lot to gain here. Like, look what's happening. Uh, Henry Cejudo v. Marlon Moraes is at the top of this card. Also, on the prelims, um, we have Pedro Munoz and Aljamain Sterling. But what I will say is, both Aljamain and Pedro have higher ranking spaces than both of these guys. There's a reason why people are putting Peter Yan on the main card. Piotr Jan on the main card is because he's an absolute savage. And it, it, like these these two guys, whether Jimmy Rivera wants to, like Jimmy Rivera is a great way of lulling people into a false insecurity with his pace and then exploding. Peter Jan's going to be on him as soon as that bell rings. Like we've seen him in every single one yeah.
3: of us fight. He's like a dog with a bone as soon as you ring that bell. I, I think this is a, an area where the UFC, they know this guy is coming. They know he's coming hard. Is this his coming out party? 110. Fifteen million percent. I I don't see Jimmy Rivera win this. I think that loss uh, Jimmy sustained, um back at uh, the first loss of his career back against Marlon Marais. Um What a, what a performance of Marlon Marais the, f- the first round when he when he absolutely floored him.
1: But I I, I do you know what I know what you're going to say and obviously with the, with the head kick and the punches yeah. there was very emphatic but what I found was a bigger tell was his fight against Aljamain because it just felt like he couldn't pull the trigger it felt like he couldn't get going that's
3: what I was about to say you know we often say if a, a loss puts a guy on a on a different maybe this has been a a, a different one maybe yeah. Jimmy's been it's more mentally affected him than it has other guys who, who've lost the fight and then kicked on maybe Jimmy's found it harder to readjust maybe the confidence isn't back that's what it looked like as, I say, as you were saying there against Aljamain Sterling and I think the way Peter Jan's going, man, Jesus, I think for Peter Yan, this is a good spot on the card, on the pay-per-view. And to go out and do that, where there's so much bantamweight interest on the card, UFC know what they're doing here. They've placed them well. They're looking at this guy, potentially by the end of the year, getting a world title shot.
1: The Siberian gangster. Toy black Vasavi, even Ivanov. This is the type of fight, could be really good if it's like a one, two round fight. It could, could be, be horrific awful. if yeah. it's a three round fight. Um, yes, moving on. Tatiana Suarez, uh, Nina Ansaroff. I mean, do you are you oh. falling in love with uh, Tatiana in terms of her title trajectory the way other people are? Because everyone I talk to in this industry believes she is basically going straight for the title.
3: I don't see why you can't yeah. You have to say that by Incredible at She's wrestling She's been pedigree. absolutely Incredible what we've seen Her so far Nina Ansaroff On the other hand In terms of the matchup Of this fight A lot of people have not Expected this four or five Win streak After that Justine Kish Absolutely loss. not Justine Kish obviously, She's uh, reinvented oh, herself completely. 100% It's been a phenomenal Story If she can actually go it Imagine if she beats Tatiana Suarez Like, What are people going to say on, on Sunday morning she, she gets a title shot The winner of this fight Is probably going to get A title shot Tatiana Suarez, you know, very marketable, <clears throat> really good fighter. Has backed up everything she's done so far in that um, division. So, you know, we look at the Carla Esparza fight, a former champion. She devastatedly put Carla Esparza away. She does that. to Nina Ansarov and the, the Nina Ansarov's on, she's getting a title shot. And I do expect her to. Either
1: th- or, either or. Like I, I feel like if Nina wins, you put her into a yeah, toilet shot because that, that's a whole sellable point here. Yeah, hundred percent. Her relationship with with Amanda—it's something that they haven't put a light on enough. Look, like, I mean, my my friend uh, look my at friends, the card. It's a story that man my friends Tina and Neve are lesbian couple. Yeah. I was telling them about these. They were like, "How how yeah. come the the, yeah. the community doesn't know about these people?"
3: You know, the UFC again, and uh, this has been a major issue, man. Since we've covered the sport of them putting light in certain fighters, they rely on three or four guys when they could be doing so much more but, but like, with what they have. I'm
1: badly telling a story to these people, and they're blown away by yeah. this couple. Like yeah. you have to get, you have to get it out there. Like yeah. find a way.
3: And, 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 and to another extent, we, we say that we, you know, we have problems with the sport being accepted in this country more so than probably any other country nearly in Europe. To a certain extent, stories like this bring people in. They bring the mainstream bring audience. Bring the casuals in. in. Yeah, exactly. This is what we need, and I totally agree with you when you say that. That. You look at this card. There's so many stories in this yeah, card that, yeah. that are untold that people don't know about certain fighters. Are you, it annoys me.
1: Are you annoyed? Would you I'm be annoyed? annoyed now? Yes. <laughs> would you be annoyed? <laughs> is my question. If you're Pedro Munoz and Aljamain Sterling, and you're in the undercard, and you're looking up at Piotr Jan, yeah. and you're looking at
3: Jimmy Rivera, and you're going,
1: "Hang on a second, lads."
3: Yeah. How would you not be? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> you have to understand here, and I'm happy that it's that it is this way because you know Jan is, is a great selling point for him, and and European so guys, like, baby. But yeah, look at that fight man. Look at that fight.
1: How good how Milo's, good is that fight? Milo's come out of nowhere. He's like a freight train now unbelievable moment. that but guy. Same, same goes for Aljo. Look, like, I mean, there was times after the after the Marais, uh, knockout um I was wondering will we ever see Aljo get back to uh, that standing in the division. And He's been absolutely exemplary since. Aljo
3: had a touch of the Jimmy Rivera's I would have said um, was it, a couple was it, of years ago but after the Aston you South could fight. see
1: how he got over that as soon as he fought Jimmy Rivera did. he was all over him man he
3: was really really he was brilliant in that fight so listen man it's just if you look at the bantamweight division and what's coming into the division as well from outside of but, the UFC
1: but just look at this fantastic. Pedro
3: Munoz Brett
1: Johns decision in Brett Johns Cody yeah Brian Carraway and then Cody. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, that's a
3: very impressive runner runner. Unbelievable, of yeah. It's it is really good. And I think we look at the Garbrandt fight, obviously that was the one where it's gonna elevate uh, uh, you up.
1: It's similar for Aljo, obviously Brett Johns, Cody yeah. Salmon, who was another guy like Tom Duke, and I remember you got the win over Tom Duganwhile yeah. this guy of this guy is someone to watch. But what do you do? Like that he, knee bar, remember that knee oh, bar he oh, got stop, him. Stop, stop,
3: stop. That knee bar gave me the shits. That was the same it's a beat. got the same technique that night, taking it yeah. from the back, unbelievable. But what like that's an like they're so top-heavy now in bantamweight. It's great to see. Yeah. But, you know, for Munoz here, he gets a win. He's just beaten Cody Garbrandt and Aljo Sterling. Yeah, who, Who's on. saying he's not deserving a title shot. But you think putting... Come Peter, on, Europe. But you, you think putting Peter Yan up there, Yo, there. It's probably, Petey going to come down to statements. Who makes the biggest statements?
1: But what I was saying was, like, um, what about... Like look at it like a tournament, the winner of Munoz v Aljo faces the winner of Rivera versus, um, obviously it doesn't work if it's uh, yeah.
3: Rivera, <laughs> but
1: yeah. I mean, if Piotr Jan comes away, the winner of Munoz and Aljo makes
3: perfect sense. No, I think I I, I agree, but I think with the placement on the card of, of, of Piotr um, Jan, I think they're going to go, this guy, you know, he doesn't talk English, he's a translator, he's a Siberian gangster good selling point. just give him what he wants just give him what he wants <laughs> exactly then make that all right. and as but well I think that se- opens up more down the line as well yeah. if he does do it yeah. you have other options and it, it sort of it makes people sweat and it, like we're we're only talking about six guys here yeah. and uh, that's, the, that's the brilliant thing about it that there's so much more talent in that bantamweight division as well that's amazing amazing card for the bantamweights
1: on to uh, more European action Carolina Kovalkevic looks to turn around a two
3: fight skid when she fights Alexa Grasso can I say one more thing yes what is it with the bantamweights at the moment? And I don't think this has been brought up an awful lot. We've seen so much more finishes in the bantamweight division over the last few years in terms of power, from from 35ers. Well, I tell you? Go on.
1: Went over to America and I did a seminar. Shit, was that it? Yeah, again. Again, Wales, Wales and now the UFC bantamweight division. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, man.
3: <laughs> no, but like, we, 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 no, <laughs> honestly, we we look at the you know the days of, of when we'd Henning Barrow and, we, and we'd Uriah Faber. There was a lot of stale fights. And yeah. now it's just, it's just, it's just come up a notch. There's guy's getting in there, you know, cleaving each he th- other's heads off. I, there's been a lot of finishes. I man. think
1: the right the thing about combat sports is there's always new ways to finish, especially when you have a, an art like jiu-jitsu, such a creative art form. And, and that's the way we're seeing things as well. Like like the knee bar we're just talking about there with Aljo, him and Zabit hit the most unique knee bars, the same unique knee bars on the same night. Like I mean, there's just so many finishing but, but options. But even in terms the of the athleticism, power, man, the athleticism is going through amazing. the roof. Uh, the PI has to You have to yeah, give a lot yeah, of credit definitely. there Um, And look I, I feel like Bantamweight uh, I, I lightweight's a like,
3: new lightweight man.
1: Yeah Well a lot of people talk about Lightweight's still lightweight Uh, And then people would say Welterweight after that But yeah. I think 135 is right there I, with I agree with you, you
3: know, agree. It's amazing well Let's go on lads. to
1: Carolina um, She's on a two-fight skid She lost that decision to Watterson last time That was her return <laughs> bout After suffering that brutal KO uh, at the hands of the champ, Jessica Andraj. Uh Alexa Grasso is a fantastic submission specialist. It's a great style matchup, but you know, if you're Carolina, like you need to you need to you need to get a win here, yeah. don't you?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think both ladies need to get a win. Alexa is Gra- Grasso on two fights good as well. She's on she's lost two of her last three. Right, right. Um I think with Grasso she's she's probably you know underwhelmed coming into UFC. I remember watching her invict all the way through she came in got a this, uh, she beat Harry uh, Joe Clark then lost to Herrig, uh, Harry got a fantastic performance against yeah,
1: her. Yeah, that was when we started realising that Harry's a completely yeah. different fighter. She is. Like, yeah, she, yeah. She's
3: so good in the ground and she's, she's good all over the place. And then, you know, Randa Marcus, not impressive win. Then lost, obviously, Tatiana. It's been underwhelming. I think both ladies need a win here. Carolina, obviously, you got. And
1: both have been underwhelming. Both haven't looked great in the in last their last number of fights, yeah. yeah.
3: Like, Carolina, man, it's... It's, you it's know, hard it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe yeah. how much the level has dropped. Well, i
1: tell you what was hard to believe. Just... How brilliant of a striker she is, and just to get put away so quickly by yeah. dredge. yeah, exactly.
3: Oh, what, what was it, a minute and a half? Yeah, something
1: it, like that. I don't remember. Really it, it
3: was crazy. And then obviously Michelle Waterson. You know, I thought Michelle won that fight as well. It was it. it was probably more comfortable than she would have liked <clears throat> that fight against against Michelle. But yeah, it's a big, big fight for either. And you know, maybe maybe with Carolina, the, the confidence is is gone a little bit. That's what I feel. She's a lady that. Sometimes you wonder if that part of her game is, is, is missing. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. It is.
1: Um I feel like um Calvin Cater has a lot more to gain from this fight with Ricardo Lamas than Lamas does, even though You know, everybody kind of knows what Cater's about. Now we saw his return to the winning column against Chris Fishgold. It was a fantastic fight. Yeah, it
3: was. Really, really hellish fight the two of them boys put on that night. And that, you know, the the, the fight before that against... um, uh, Canato Moicano. Moicano in in Brooklyn. That
1: that, that killed a a considerable streak that guy was on. You know what I mean? Like it's... Yeah. He is a very, very good fighter and I feel like you know, I am gonna side with Calvin Cater on this one. I, I think he's you. he's in the insurgency and um Ricardo is on the downfall yeah,
3: yeah, Ricardo's um you know, big win against Elkins, but you know, he's been there done that before, you know, where is where's is the read to go? I can't see him getting a title shot anytime soon and he's he's getting old.
1: Yes, yes he is. Uh Yan against Angela Hill here. Yan obviously on a has a good bit of momentum. Um she's not Wiley Zhang, I'll give her that much, she's a, but she's, she is, she is though. very good, um, Angela Hill is also very good, um, Angela's
3: improved, yeah, she's ever improving, yeah, yeah. Her.
1: and and I feel like with Angela, everybody who trains with her, everybody that's around her, is saying like, she has enormous potential, we haven't really seen the full, uh, capabilities of yeah. her in there, but this is going to be a tough night out for her, without a doubt, I mean, the Chinese athletes are just looking unbelievable, at the moment, amazing, I mean honestly, like really, really good, and, um, Bevan Lewis and Darren Stewart, UK's
3: own Darren Stewart. Night. You reckon, yeah? <laughs> Darren Stewart's in a fight, man. Who knows? The deadliest man. It could be.
1: You better make sure you've got your feelings checked before he gets <laughs> in there, because he'd be doing it for you.
3: Listen, yeah, he's—he's, he's, you know, he's obviously coming off that loss against Edmond Shabazian, but. Two wins before that, bounce back after those, you know, a couple of uh, just unbelievable fights to watch. He, he's always so good, cool, always man. delivers.
1: When he won that spicy fight and he explained, like, he was so honest about how he had to go back and get a mental coach in and everything like that. I really like him. I, I think he's a really likable person. He was actually on the, the Cage Warriors broadcast there now. Yeah, uh, I think they get him in when Dan is is uh, with UFC obligations. He does a great job, man. He's a really personable guy and um, really cool for him to deal with the week before a big fight as well you know what I mean Savage. Yeah. don't know much about Bevan Lewis I'm not going to bullshit you guys but um, is the, has he fought in the USc before Bevan
3: um, yeah I think he has yeah he's. Uh, is, oh he's lost he to t-
1: Uriah Hall in his he, debut is he a contender series guy he is indeed Yeah, I he is so. indeed he won against Alton Cunningham on the Diners White Tuesday night contender series that's and right then met uh, a swift fist from Uriah Hall to uh Welcome himself into the UFC ranks. So um, yes, Eddie Weinland and Gregory Popoff. As you have said in the past, uh, Gregory is flying the European flag that night. Um,
3: but yeah, Eddie Weinland not not an it's easy crazy, way out, man. It's crazy that like we're you know we're having uh, Eddie Weinland come back in. You know, has should he have called it a day? I mean, he's losing by decision. It's not like he's getting viciously no. KO'd yeah. and we're going. Um,
1: Oh, here, what are you doing? Uh, oh, I like uh, watching Eddie fight. Eddie, Eddie was Luke, great back in the day. Man. The waist, yeah. man. He's like Artem, yeah. Artem the way he throws digs, yeah. man. Just all power. Fireman as well. Looping them through the air like a lunatic. So that'll be good. Now let's talk about a fight that should be way further up the card. It's a pivotal flyweight fight. Caitlin Shukagin, who you know an awful lot about, Noel. And uh, Joanne Collarwood, who we both know an awful lot about. Yeah. Joanne, for me, is in the best form of our career. Um, Easily, I think people in the U.S. don't understand how big that win was against Ariane Lipsky. I mean, people thought Ariane people talk- was going to yeah. walk into the UFC and, and destroy whooper. the place. Whooper. You know, like, I, I can't stress this enough. Um, and Joanne talked about it earlier in her interview. She was saying she actually got hung up on that social media shit about Ariane because it was so strong. Imagine all the Polish people. Imagine all the Brazilians uh. talking about this girl is going to come in and take over the division. Joanne absolutely outclassed her that night.
3: Brilliant best performance we've seen by Joanne in the UFC. And interesting you said that because I think that's an area of, you know, Joanne, where we've talked about this. She's become a lot more confident outside of the octagon, yeah. um, a lot more chattier. Like, As,
1: imagine someone, one of these girls a reversed. highlight reel of Joanne Calderwood over the years yeah. in our movie toy Fights. It'd be terrifying.
3: Because yeah. there was a lot, maybe, you know, when Joanne came into the UFC, there was too much expectations put on her. Yes. So you know, everyone thought she was going to be chanting so a year. Yeah. It's about evolving, about getting your mindset right. She was, you know, Going to um, a number of different gyms. From Scotland trying to find to her Canada, feet. and Canada to the US now, yeah, where she's it, very it's, settled. It's very overwhelming. It's taking time to settle. She's at a stream, extreme couture now. She's in Las Vegas. She's found her feet. We've seen that performance. She's going to take unbelievable confidence from that. If she was even doubting herself, man, it's even more. Beneficial for her mindset and what she's going to feel on Saturday night against Caitlin Chukagan. but
1: Chucaigan is no walk in the park, no as we know. walk in the park, man. And really, she's hard to hit;
3: she stays on the outside. Really good, a lot of footwork, swift, quick boxing. Really good fighter. Mark Henry's done a great job. It's a beautiful style there. matchup, really. It, like in terms of
1: like a toy striker against this kind of outside boxer, I think it's really impressive. It like is. A, a really, really nice matchmaking. Uh, and and Chukagan, you know, <laughs> as you said. Just about came up short against
3: Jessica. Yeah. I that was a close fight, man. It was, and you look at her, her fights before that, she's put on a run ever since losing to Liz Carmouche, Irene Aldana, um, Maria Romero Borella, and then obviously Alexis Davis before Jessica. I it's impressive, it, it is impressive to, to, to do that, and to do as we said against Jessica, I to, to hang in there, you know, look really good, some really good cool boxing in that fight. I think Mark's gonna look at her and he's gonna try and. Obviously, get in and out very quickly on JoJo. What, what, and obviously try and keep a range from JoJo's kicks and things like that because yeah. JoJo's very, very underrated on the ground as well. I'm not so sure Caitlin's as good on the deck. Um, obviously work with Hanzo and those guys, but Joanne has improved everywhere, and I, I just think the mindset here, Joanne, the silent type that she is, and she's she's sort of flourished. I think Joanne's going to do something here. I think she's going to she's she's going to shock a lot of people and how good of a performance she's going to put on here.
1: It would be great for her. Like I mean, yeah. someone that's been on that roller coaster and um, to finally get that title shot. And she, let's be honest, she's already a legend of this scene. The UK she scene. She like is. She deserves definitely. a lot more credit than she gets. But she's not probably the most outspoken person in the world either. She, she she is. She's grown so, into it.
3: Yeah, we're, she's grown into it. I think that's it's it's a sign of her confidence. And when you, as you said, you can the, see how happy she is. You that's know, it.
1: everything she does that's it. and it's it's actually reflected in her performances now. So I mean I don't I don't But think listen,
3: no, this this fight's uh potential fight of the night as well, you know, it's it's a cracking matchup on paper and I'm a big fan of Caitlin watching her fight as well on Jojo. But um, you know, one I'm looking forward to man I, I I think this is gonna be a good one. Who have you got? Jojo? Yeah, I've got Jojo. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, absolutely. I do. Yeah,
1: so I mean, that's all the fights really talked about now. We've we've done our lot. We went through a fight by fight, um, so there's a few things I need to talk to you about, Niall. Oh, I don't really want to get into this, but come on, it's it's. <laughs> come on, Noel. Uh, so wh- where did
3: you watch the match on Saturday night when the great Liverpool won their sixth I was European in work Cup? Reporting on it, wow. Um, which pretty was probably most the punishing, painful things of have ever. Had. I was on my own as well. Um, only one in the office. I um, had UFC on One TV. And had uh, it was over at that stage in the UFC.
1: Don't want to hear about the UFC uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh
3: Yeah, yeah, it was punishing. In, in fairness, I, I think the better team lost. Um, it was the first half was absolutely appalling game of football. It was the worst final I've probably ever watched. The first half, um, you know, penalty after twenty four seconds, couldn't string two passes together. Both teams the first half. And then, you know, Liverpool got that Origi goal at the end, but the Spurs were easily the better team in the second half. And
1: So, big congratulations to Liverpool. No, not at saying. all. Not at all. Huge um, congratulations to all Traves, our Liverpool fans. friends, D
3: for football. Um, I see Paddy Pim had a go at me as well. That was week, hilarious. I was I, I, fuck it, I didn't give a shit. Um,
1: <laughs> I think he's trying to have some crack which I know, but you uh, just can't. You, I
3: can't really do crack when it comes to football. Um, when Liverpool are involved. But I'm delighted for Paddy. Listen, you know, and a good his whole t- family, a good team, but Still, the only sort of saving grace is that they haven't won a Premier League ever. So that is what they want. Um, is the Champions League not bigger than the Premier League, though? It, it depends on what you want to win, Peter. What? Well, they say the your one. domestic wanna, is your is your bread and butter. I want to win the biggest one.
1: But so what would I win if you were like Peter?
3: It, it, it depends on what your priorities are. Now, the really biggest does. one, the biggest one, the, the biggest wanna, one, um, the World Cup, Club World Cup. I'll it. <laughs> Man United won it twice. World champions twice. Once more than England. World champions twice. It's. A, it's
1: a big deal, though, winning six of them, is, isn't it? That is not it of course, it?
3: yeah. It's huge. Do you, yeah.
1: you want to? <laughs> right, so I think that's enough on uh, Liverpool. Yeah. So, big congratulations from me and Noel. No, not all. all. The from people Peter, in from Peter. Big congratulations. Not congratulations, Liverpool. Um,
3: United still alive.
1: <laughs> let's talk about, also, there's been a bit of a transfer market being activated in the MMA media section these days, isn't there? I mean...
3: Yeah, what's that about?
1: What a team the Athletic have put together.
3: Our, yeah, but... It's, my former colleagues... It's behind a paywall, though, is the only issue.
1: It's two euro or something,
3: man. is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, listen. Obviously, oh, I've you know, already subscribed. An amazing team of of guys they've assembled there. Um, fantastic bunch. It's, uh, great to see Josh Gross sort of back in there full time with MMA as well. The guys being ostracized by the UFC. Ben Folks, um,
1: Fernando Pratis yeah, uh, Sean. Obviously, um, Chuck. Yeah, amazing! It's a huge team, it's ama- great team, a, amazing team, and um, and for long form writing, that's what I'm really
3: tapping into. Yeah. Like these are the guys oh, yeah. that I
1: look up to. You know what I mean? So to, to see them all in on one team, be able to read their read their stuff is is great. Definitely.
3: Even some you know casuals sort of said to me that uh, you know they were they were very interested. Yeah. Uh, to see, Sean and and Chuck. You know, obviously, um, it, w- with that organization and the other guys they've brought in there. Because they do. They, they follow Chuck's work. I think, you know, Chuck is probably ri- widely regarded as one of the best writers, if not the, by a lot of people in, say, in the yeah, world. I'd him and Sean are right. Sean's, like, you know, Sean's written some amazing features yeah. over the years. And,
1: and it, we've also, we've brought in Damon Martin. Yeah. Your friend from the, even the Talking Brawls days. Yeah. You've had Damon Martin on yeah, since day
3: one. Yeah, I know Damon a long time. Damon's a, a, a great guy, you know, gets tr- through some amount of work. Um, an absolute workhorse, been around a long time, been with you know, MMA Weekly, one of the old school guys, um right Low back combat, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With everyone. Yeah, literally literally when UFC was And he's already churning out stuff, man. I mean yeah, first days he's just machine a machine yeah. A machine, a Cleveland machine. Oh Cleveland GTL K me. Cincinnati, fucking God and Ohio, I meant to say. Also, we had uh, Jordan Breen go to bloody elbow, and Simon Head got a contract. Yeah, for MMA congratulations, Jockey. to Simon! Always grinding and grafting as well. So delighted it's for great, Simon. It's
1: great to see this for the industry. I feel like, I mean, it's great to see job creation.
3: Um It'd be great uh, to see if Ireland did it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know, but but it is great for the all of MMA. Yeah. I feel like to see um, jobs being created in the space and competition in the space. I think it's very good. And um, look, I look forward to working uh, with Damon for a long time. And um, as I said so far, he looks like he's doing a brilliant, brilliant job. So. Congratulations to him. I'm uh, honoured to be on his team. But um, do you know while I was away, just on a completely separate point, there was army put in the streets of Blanche. It's getting that bad. There's four people shot there. Like, four yeah, people shot on the north side, man. Yeah. It's mental. Uh,
3: it's not really the north side, though, but you keep telling me it is. Well,
1: they devoid. I don't know if you south-siders notice, but they yeah. devoid on the Liffey there. Do you know where the Liffey is? Yeah, of course. The so. middle of town there.
3: You've yeah. never been on the other side of, of it. I keep the rats on the other side, yeah. See no- where rats Noel,
1: one time me, Noel and Grain <laughs> were out, and we we just threw it out there that we maybe we should go to a pub on the north side. I've never seen a canary come out of oil as big and me like, hey, "This is lies." Oh man,
2: <laughs> this I'll is, is lies. Graeme. I don't know this. Voice i a
1: Graham.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> all you get, our Graham. <laughs> ah, what is you this? I <laughs> hey, Graham, cheers, thanks for that.
1: But listen, he'll do it. But um <laughs> what else? You, you're off to Porto, my friend.
3: I am, yeah. Um
1: Congratulations, to your friend. I believe he's getting married.
3: Yeah, Paul yeah. Uh, Paul's getting married in the summer, it's, it's, I think like two months, so it's, it's uh, even less. I think it's a quick turnaround. But At
1: least you get the safer the web.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man, I tell you, I'm, I'm going over here with a. You know, it's going to be. Whew, it's Stick it's, to the Euro saver yeah, man. It, it is, at least the points are only 150 in, in Portugal. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Off to Primavera Festival, that's what, what's on in Porto. Um, it's going to stay out there for the week because it actually works out cheaper. In terms of staying, uh, you know, accommodation, so i not had a a bit of a holiday in, geez God knows how long. Since Prague.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, that was a bit of a weird one though, yeah. Have Mm. you been geolocating your Tinder to
3: Portugal ahead of this? A little bit, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, I'm (laughs) glad to hear it, please elaborate. Um, Yeah, no, nothing nothing substantial yet, but... um, We've been working on a few things. so uh. We all believe in you. <laughs> I've been working on a few things. I love that. But <laughs> it's going to be interesting because the fucking Nations League finals on there on Sunday as well in the, in, the, in the soccer. So it could be England and Portugal or England and Switzerland or Holland. Um And, and Portugal are. Holland and
1: Portugal Tend to put on Fantastic footballing occasions With yeah. lots of red cards Yeah
3: So um, Yeah I'm interested Intrigued to see What sort of clientele Might be in, uh, in Porto At the weekend It could be uh, Hopefully uh, It all kicks off So do I need to draft in uh, Senor
1: El Storco Blanco For next week's episode For you to edit Um uh
3: yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. We'll I don't want to I'm be ruining sure. your holiday, my friend. No, I don't mind. I don't mind. He's this. still
1: going to have to edit it, though. Unfortunately, Noel will have to take his laptop away and somehow edit this at some point.
3: Yeah. If, uh, if you want to pay for another bag from, me. <laughs> just put it in
1: nature's pocket.
3: Yeah. Uh, Talking about your ass. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what Ryanair like. But now nah, listen, it's it, just nice to get the, the the fuck out of this climate for a few days and just something warmer. Oh and my and god, man! To just see new surroundings, right? man. Yeah. It's very frustrating in this country. It's no, a it's, horrible country. It's, it's, never come it's here. It's never visit a, Ireland. It's yeah, scary. Yeah,
1: it I felt like it was very negative on Ireland this week in Stockholm when people asked me about it. But now, granted,
3: army were just put on the streets yeah. of my hometown. So it wasn't really full of... Uh, but, like, there's only so much you can see in Dublin. But, like, let's be honest, man. If you go down in the west, they're down south. You know, they are the scenic places you yeah. want to see in this country. Like this, You'd spend a day in Dublin, it'd be enough. you go to Haute. Yeah, beautiful area You go to the Wicklow you know. Mountains You you know, do the Jameson tour The Guinness factory All that But Bart You get two or three days
1: man? in Dublin's Pretty much
3: Ah, oh, two is fine And then you feck off Down the country or something Go Definitely. to Galway Then yeah Come for a point with Niall Yeah That's, more that's, than one, of, that's one, one of the
1: tourist attractions that, that is I believe Number one Guinness Storehouse. Two
3: Niall to bring you Niall, f- Niall McGrath You bring Niall for a Guinness Yeah, yeah He uh, doesn't pay for anything No no, no. Oh, Jesus Christ I wish I didn't pay for any <laughs> booze I'd say I've spent, I'd actually love to see How much money I've spent On Guinness over the years It's, it's Maybe I should See someone <laughs> <It's okay.
1: laughs> just, So yes If you have any counsellors mm. That can speak to Noel about his alcoholism We'd love to hear from them too I just enjoy it But uh, thank you very much To our fantastic guests Joanne Calderwood And Peter Jan Piotr I can't get that into my head His Piotr. name is Piotr Jan Piotr Piotr, Piotr. Piotr. Piotr I Jan. I can't do this. Piotr, Piotr Jan. Piotr. I am Russian. Piotr. Piotr, 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 Piotr Jan. Jan. Yeah. Well, I'm going to work on that loads. I'm going to start kind of doing that roly thing with my tongue. And in the meantime, you enjoy the fights. It's going to be epic. Oh, you're all bad. going to be pissed off because Tony Ferguson and Donald Cerrone's only three rounds. But other than that, I think you're going to be pretty happy with the weekend. We love his loads. Give him a big kiss there, Noel.
3: Good luck. Um, <laughs> what's the the word in Portuguese? I'm looking for c- ciao, abriado. ciao, abrigado. Mm. Uh, uh, Ronaldo I don't know
1: Cavallo Caralho Excuse me uh, There we go I love you I love all of you too And um, you beautiful beautiful people We'll talk to you soon
0: perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.
4: Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise Flagship Fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months.